serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearm, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gasaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway here with you as we are getting ready for week four of the high school football season as your Southern Boone County Eagles are set to take on the Versailles Tigers. Like as we're here, joined by Mike Freeze in uh, what should be a good contest between both these two teams, both hungry for another win as the Tigers come in with a record of 1-2 and two and 0-1 and in district play. That's Class 2, District 5. And for your Eagles, they come in at 0-3 and 0-2 and and in district play in Class 3, District 5. And Mike, uh, as we said, this should be a great game this evening. Should be a good, great, good game. Beautiful, beautiful evening for football. Nice kind of cloud in the sky. So fantastic night for football. But yeah, you're right. This is a, definitely a game for both teams to get to what I would call mentally healthy. Um, haven't had a lot of success so far for the Eagles this year, so they this was a good opportunity for them to get right-minded and put out a good effort and try to get a win here. Um, the Tigers also, they're, they're kind of used to to winning more than losing historically, and uh, they're in a. They have won this year over an 0-3 non-Obster team, so they're looking for uh, another win themselves. Well, as you said, that win coming week one as they won by a final of 14 to two over non-Obster. That was a home game, and then they lost uh, week two. That was at Warsaw by a final of 42 to 14, and then losing last week at Hallsville by a final of 60 th- uh, 67 to 30 rather, as. Uh, we said both these two teams hungry for a victory, and really, it uh, I think it starts tonight for the Eagles as their season is uh, about a third of the way over. will be more than a third after tonight, at least the guaranteed season, and they've just got to find a way to do their job to uh, uh, make smart plays, not make the mental mistakes. We saw some of those last week, and uh, just, just do their job, and good things will happen if they do that. 
Yeah, the, the two losses for River Sales were two good quality programs. I think we all know how good Hallsville um, is these days, and um, and certainly both losses they've had have been to good quality teams. So, um, you know, they feel like they're not too far out of it and not too far from having a good, uh, you know, a couple more wins. But definitely this is a good good night. Really want to see the linemen really take control of the line of scrimmage. Um, the, the line of scrimmage or the offensive lineman four for sales is a little on the young side, a little on the small side. They have a, a center that's, uh, I think what I saw was about like 5'9 and less than 200 pounds. So certainly a good opportunity for them to uh, fire off the ball and, and make everything, make the other team know exactly what they're, what they're in for tonight. You're absolutely right about that. And, uh, you know, this is one of those games too where they are relatively evenly matched i know for uh for the eagles a lot of their players have seen varsity time coming into the season but they were not in a starting role so it's still something that's just a little bit new to them but last week most importantly they were able to get some of the ground game going had 120 or close to that yards uh, that's a a good shot in the arm considering the week before they only had 29 yes most definitely the the last game saw a lot of good hard running from uh, Bradley Smith, for example, was really running really hard, hitting his holes, going straight up the up the up the gut, going north and south. So it was a very good, at least in the second half, running performance. Uh, did not amount to a lot of points, unfortunately, but certainly if we were to resume that, I think that would be a big key to the game to establish the run game. Well, we see head coach in uh, Trent Tracy headed this way, so we're going to take a break and then be back and get his thoughts as uh, we bring you exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Welcome back to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're joined by Southern Boone County Eagles head football coach Trent Tracy. Coach Tracy, thanks for joining us before tonight's game. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Well, last week, your Eagles finally got a chance to play at home in front of their home crowd after spending the two previous weeks on the road. As you hosted the Boonville Pirates, what were your thoughts on the game last week? Well, you know, we knew going in, Boonville was a solid team, and uh, we were going to need to play four four good quarters of football. And, you know, we, we didn't do that. You know, uh, it was 12-7 to at the end of the first quarter. And then before you blinked, it was 33-7 to at halftime. And, you know, we the wheels fell off in the second quarter. And then the second half, you know, we, we scored and they scored. And that, the final score is 40-14. to And, you know, it, it's just trying to get our – our players to be consistent and not worry about who they're playing and just worry about doing their job. We had some breakdowns there in the, in the second quarter last week and, and uh, Boonville's got so many athletes on the field that they can expose you pretty quick. If they, they, they did that to us. Well, the game really seemed like any time that you guys had momentum and you started to get positive things happen. It's really that you'd take two steps forward and then you'd take three, three steps back or you'd take three leaps back. How do you, you know, keep keep it going for the kids? I mean, you know, we've, we've told the kids even even back in June, you know, when we started going to Higginsville team camp and some seven on sevens and, you know, there were good things and there were bad things at those camps. 
And it's all about trust in the process and working to get better every day. And we've had a really good week of practice, probably our best week this whole season. You know, I I think the kids are still bought in. Uh, The the seniors have really stepped up this week because, you know, they're they're basically a third of their season is over. And uh, at least their guaranteed season, you know, trying to get those guys to realize, like, the coaches, we we try to hold everybody accountable. But we can't be the only ones that, that are doing that. And we need the players to hold each other accountable accountable and hold themselves accountable you know how you play on friday night it, it's not just about friday nights it, it it starts with film on the weekends it starts with scouting report on monday and, it, and then it works into practice on tuesday and wednesday and thursday and uh you've got to be bought in every day you only get so many opportunities of this great game and i was telling the, the team this on monday is you know we, we basically are guaranteed this was as of monday 21 practices left that's it. That's seven weeks. You know, we have basically three practices a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And now we're going into Friday. So now that number's dropped down to, to 18. While football can be a grind, like it also can be over really fast. You've got to take advantage of every opportunity that you get to get better and to work hard and to go out there on Friday nights and just and just let it all loose. You're absolutely right about that. And, you know, Friday night of last week, really turnovers and points off turnovers really helped Boonville get some of that momentum back. It seemed like that happened. Anytime you guys started to push that needle back over your way, they just found a way to steal it right back. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to win a football game. I don't care who it's against when we turn the ball over five times. I mean, offensively, we had two interceptions. Um, one tipped off a, a, a receiver's hands right into their hands. Another, we had a receiver run the wrong route. So when he ran the wrong route, he kept a guy right in the coverage in the area that we threw the ball. We fumbled the ball twice, but they recovered. And then we had the, you know, the snafu on the punt return. We forced them to punt and then you turn around and they get the ball back. Two plays later, they score, and, and you know those are our five turnovers, and we put the ball on the ground again. And luckily, luckily, we're able to get it back. So, I mean, we have got offensively, we've got jobs to do. And if we don't score, we need to punt and flip the field. And when we when we have turnovers, not only does that give the other team most of the time a shorter field, but also it gives them a huge momentum swing. You know, we, we, we've got to execute on offense. And, and we did at times last week. I was proud to see our run game get a lot better last week. But again, you can, you can run at 20 yards, but if you fumble at the end of that play, those 20 yards really don't matter. Like it could have been a heck of a run. And then it finishes with a fumble, and nobody nobody cares that you had a nice run until the end. Ball security on offense, we've got to put an emphasis on that. We did all week in practice. We also put an emphasis on, you know, not getting too high and not getting too low emotionally, mentally. I feel like in the first three weeks, we have not handled adversity very well. An average football game has at least 140 plays, and, and there's going to be some down, you know. There's going to be some bad plays that we have, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams. And we've got to be able to overcome those bad things because just like life, like bad things are going to happen in a football game. You've got to find a way to will yourself back into things. Well, Boonville played a, a decent game, but, you know, I would say they didn't play a great game. They still had miscues, still had, had some issues. There was just points where somebody was just out of one alignment. Somebody was just not in the right place, and it just made it too easy for them to to score points. But, but like I said, they, they didn't play the best game I've ever seen of football. No, um, and, and I mean, they've got a lot of athletes over there. They can be a scary good football team. 
with the guys that they have walking around on the field. You know, we don't want to waken those sleeping giants anymore, but they, they've got some dudes that most of the teams in the conference and, and even in class three don't really have those same type of dudes. But at the end of the day, it's, it's Friday night football. It's high school football. I've seen a lot of teams look the part, but then they get, they get worked up and down the field by a group of kids that don't look the same. And at the end of the day, it's just, it's just how, how much pride you have in what you do, doing your job, trusting the man next to you to do his job, and, and playing together and finding a purpose for playing. And we talked about that as, you know, it, it could be your play for yourself, play for your coaches, play for your, your family, your girlfriend, your community. For the last seven years, Southern Boone football has been prideful. And players step on that field and they play with pride. And we challenge our kids this week to, to find whatever that is, that, that extra motivation, you know, why you do what you do. Who do you want to make proud? Like I said earlier, I, I think we had a, a really good week of practice. You know, Versailles is a, is a solid team. But if we can play four good quarters of football, I, I think the last two weeks, I think we're right there with those teams. If you eliminate some crucial mistakes, we're right in both those games. Well, at least our view from the press box, you know, we can see the players developing and, and getting more comfortable and doing their job and in their roles. And, you know, I think that's a great way that you put it is, is you know, who are you playing for and, and who are you going to make proud? Despite not having a win this season, there there's still three games to keep their head up and be proud of because they had some miscues, but they've learned, they've grown, and, you know, the school board might not reflect it, but they're coming out better on the other side. Yeah, and, I mean, nobody likes to be 0-3. You know, my first year here, we were 0-6, and then we won our next four games. We won a playoff game, and, when you're 0-3, everything, everything in the world seems terrible, and that's for the players and the coaches included. But if, if you stick to the, the process, we've proven in the past, the past seven years, that good things are on the horizon. And, and, I, and I do believe that, that good things are out there for us. And once we catch our groove, I think we're really going to start playing with some more confidence. But you got to go out and do it. Like, we can talk about it all day long. At the end of the day, it's what you do out there on Friday nights. And, uh, you know, again, I think our kids are, are ready for that task. and Their their vision is a lot more clear as far as what their expectations are. You mentioned it, too, about the ground game. You had 121 yards on the ground. It was only after racking up 81 yards in the previous two games. So not, uh, you know, not blown away by huge yardage there, but still that's making those teams really have to think about respecting the run because you guys were more successful with it. Yeah, I mean, and, and where we're at right now, that's something you got to celebrate. Well, after those first two weeks, I took that personal. It's not like I've had a whole bunch of all-state linemen, but I've, I've had guys that are that are willing to do their job and work hard. And after those first two weeks and really dismal rushing attack, really we, we put a lot of emphasis heading into Boonville about getting the run game going, and you know, and and we did, you know, but again. If the end of those runs result in turnovers, that also skews the stats quite a bit. Happy to see the run game get better. You know, we, we've got to put more points on the board, and our red zone offense has got to get better, and we got to finish. And that, I think that's one of the key words is finishing, and whether that's a tackle Friday night on defense or, or finishing a block or finishing a run, really got to emphasize that big word finish. Something, too, that I really liked on the ground game was there were five different ball carriers that, that carried the ball last week, all of which are very different from each other, have a different style of, of rushing. You've got some finesse there. You've got some hard hitters that you know it's going to be a dive and it's coming right down their throat. But it, it shows the, versa, the versatility of some of the players that you can put back there to change it up a bit. 
yeah, in, in our base offense, you know, we're, we're a one-back system, and we've got several guys between our running backs and, and our receivers that we have faith in running the football. And like you said, they, they have different attributes. Some are some are more between the tackle type guys, and some are more uh, outside the tackle type guys. And I'm not ever worried about how many carries one kid gets versus another. At the end of the day, it just comes down to production on Friday night. Jacob Bowles did a fantastic job. I think he had 10 rushes for 80 yards, averaging eight yards a carry. You know, he's got, he's probably our hybrid tweener guy that can run it in between the tackles and then also take something outside. I thought he had a really good game and offensively, and he's out there starting at linebacker on defense. So uh, he, he was definitely tired after the game, but you know, we, we need, we need performances like that. We need to get back to having pride in, in our running game because that first the past seven years, that's been a big product of our success. He also had close to 150 yards of offense through the air. That was uh, with starting senior quarterback Hayden Stillman. He connected with six different receivers. Again, that's very encouraging as it shows that, you know, he's working through his progressions. He's getting his reads. He's finding a receiver who's open. The receivers are running good routes. But kind of like you alluded to, talking about finishing and doing their jobs and stuff, that just shows that you guys you guys have a plethora of weapons that are available for the offense to use. It's just a matter of getting the consistency, stringing stuff together, and getting everything to work like it should work together in sync. Yeah, you know, um, Hayden has had quietly, and it's quietly because we're 0-3, but quietly he's had three good games overall. We knew his ability to throw the football was, was there, and uh, we've, we've been pretty proud of Hayden, and especially as a, a first-year starter starting his senior year, and I think he's getting better and better each game. Like you said, working through his progressions, there's a couple balls that he threw Friday night that not – you're not always going to complete the football. And sometimes the best throw is, is out of bounds. And there were, there were two plays Friday night that, you know, I'm, I'm hollering at them like either we catch it or it's incomplete. And just that understanding that if we don't get this, the best, the next best thing that can happen is that it's second down and we still have the football. You know, you don't always have to try to force things. And sometimes if it's not there, throw it away or throw it by the receiver where nobody else can catch it but him. He, he did a good job of that. And, uh, you know, we, we got Austin Evans into the game playing some receiver. He's our backup quarterback, and he proved that he can be a spark at the receiver spot, so he's going to play a lot more this week. And Carter Salter got on the, the stat board last week with a big deep pass and then a couple other uh, receptions. And Chase Morris is always a dynamic player that we need. We didn't get him the ball quite a bit as much last week, but, you know, we, we plan to try to average him at least six to eight touches a game and uh, we do have Tate John back this week so getting him back he was a starting receiver last year and also starts at, at safety for us and Tristan McKee's back this week and coming off a concussion from the Mexico games and then Bacon Glass who I think he has our most catches on the season so we've got guys at the receiver spot and we're finally really got all of them together where we played the first three weeks where we haven't had Tate and last week we didn't have Tristan and trying to get everybody on the field is going to be our hardest problem now which is a good problem to have. Well, your Eagle squad sits at 0-3 on the season and 0-2 in district play. You you said it early on, too, that uh, those seniors telling their teammates, you know, the season's the third over. But going forward, you know, what do you tell them going forward for the rest of the season? I mean, our, our approach has always been, even when we won districts and we were 10-3 and and went 9-3 and and 7-4 and and, and all the good years, and even the, the year we were 4-7, and seven, my first year here, is you want to be 1-0 and each week. 
So last week's over. Week one, two, and three, they are over. After Monday, we stopped talking about the previous game because you can't go back and, and redo. The only thing you can do is look forward at that point and, and work on the mistakes, fix the mistakes, and get better. The approach this week, and, and, and regardless if we win by 40 or lose by 40, the approach for next week is to be 1-0. and And you, you've got to have a short memory. You know, even if you go out there and win big, you got to forget about it because you got somebody else waiting for you. If you go out there and lose, you got to overcome it and go out there and get better and be prepared for the next opponent. I think we've done a good job of trying to keep the kids on course because there's still a lot of season left. And I mean, we're 0 3 right now, but there's nothing to say that we could be 7 and 3 come, uh, you know, or well, 6 and 3 come the playoffs. You're absolutely right on that. And, you know, this week you, you play in front of a home crowd again, so that's always uh, a little bit of a boost of confidence, I think, and help out having the home crowd behind you. But the Versailles Tigers come to town. You know, this is a non-district matchup, but it's a tri-county conference matchup, so still it's got some importance to it. Tigers sit at 1-2 and two on the season after they lost last week to Hallsville in tough, tough Hallsville team. But what do you expect uh, What do you expect for Sales to do? So their offense, it really runs through their quarterback. We didn't get to play Versailles last year because they were quarantined um, when we were supposed to match up with them. So a lot of the guys that, that are out there playing now, you know, the last time that we played them, they were sophomores. So it's a little bit of unknown as far as in, in-game experience, but as far as watching them on film, you know, a lot of it runs through their quarterback. You know, he's got a, a very live arm. He is a run threat. So what their success really relies on his abilities to distribute the football and to also to run the football. Defensively, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot, to be honest. They've, they've shown some different defensive fronts against Nob Noster. They were in a, a 3-5-3 against Warsaw. They were running a 5-2, like, man coverage behind it. And then last week against Tallsville, they went back to their 3-5-3, but then jumped into a an even front, a 4-2, throughout the game, you know, at different points. So we got to be ready for a little bit of everything. I think they're kind of in the same similar situation where they're trying to find their identity on defense and what works best. And sometimes you change up your, your scheme based on your opponent. So, uh, you know, we, we prepared for certain things, but it might come out in something completely different, something we haven't seen. And we got to be able to play football and adjust to it. As you said, you know, trying to trying to go one and zero this week. It doesn't matter uh, how what their record is or what your record is. You just look at them this week and heard you talk about it too. Do their job and good things happen. Well, Coach Tracy, appreciate you joining us for the pregame show tonight. Any final thoughts before you get out of here? No, no, I, I just really appreciate the coverage and uh, hoping that our uh, we can go out there and, and put a good product on the field for four quarters. And I, I have faith that my guys will be able to execute. Well, let's go out there and get that W tonight. Sounds good. Well, that's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Trent Tracy. We're going to take a break and be back with more of our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising in the locker rooms as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, 
River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play -play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best game coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles radio network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles radio network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you as we come to you live in week four of the high school football season as your Southern Boone County Eagles looking for win number one. And this week is as good a week as any to pick that up as they are facing a one and two Versailles Tigers. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freese as we're bringing you coverage all season long. Captain's out meeting for the coin toss. As Mike, we talked about a little bit in the pregame, but a lot on the line for both of these two teams. But most importantly, I think the Eagles just have to find a way to win tonight. 100% agree. Basically, these this senior group here, you know, going into the Titans game, they're 14 and 10. The Versailles are just the opposite. They're 4 and 16. So these players, these young men, have the experience of winning more than losing. And I think that will go a long way. But turnovers, misassignments can offset that in a heartbeat, especially if we if they keep uh, the Versailles Tigers in the game for a little bit. So I'd like to see a nice quick start, get a quick store, quick score here within the first uh, couple minutes to really set the tone in this game. I think that's going to start with the running game. The running game is how the Eagles win tonight. You are absolutely right about that. It's a dismal running game they've had in the first two games of the season. Just have just over 80 yards they had on the ground last week, having 
uh, close to 120 on the ground. That put them at a total of 202 yards. So they're averaging just 67 yards a game on the ground, which is tough. It doesn't matter what uh, what league you play in, what division you play in, what level you play in. If you're not putting games putting gains on the ground, it is tough to win, and it is tough to be competitive. So that's one of the areas they've got to work on. Through the air, they're averaging a total of 173 yards a game, which is not bad considering they've got the 0-3 start. They've had chances to air it out, but just cannot find a way to seem to get that W in the win column. So, point toss is over. The Tigers will receive. Eagles will be kicking. They'll kick right to left on your media center or on your app as Salter tees it up. A low kick is going to be taken by one of the upmen about the 15. He'll take it straight up the middle. Has decent return there. He's going to be near the 40 before he's cut down. That's Reese Murdoch on the return for the Versailles Tigers. So that's where they will set up shop is close to the 40-yard line. That's the first time this year that the Eagles, instead of kind of pooch-kicking it to an open spot, Kind of line drive it right down the middle, and Versailles took advantage of it. Nice blocking, nice hole, and good field position for them to start the game. So they will set up shop there as they'll be working left to right on your media center. Adam Radcliffe is their quarterback. As he will be in shotgun, he'll have one back. He'll give it off to him, working up the middle, and he's going to have short yardage. Ty Edgar on the carry, so he gets short yardage. Nice penetration by the defensive line there. Looks like Hildredick got in there pretty well. Um, that was kind of a slow-developing play for the Tigers. It wasn't a quick hitter, kind of slow. And I think it allowed our linebackers to fill the holes and keep it to a three-yard gain. So to bring up a second and we'll say seven here, second and seven for the Tigers. As they'll have one back again, it'll be in the left hip pocket of their quarterback. He drops back, throws to the near side, has a complete near the first down marker, but it'll be taken down there. As pass completed to Ryder Williams, he's taken down by a host of Eagles. I guess I should say a flock of Eagles. As it'll bring up a third and very short here. It's a nice job of the defense to converge on him and not let him pick up that first down marker. During the pregame warm-ups, this was the... the the pass plays that the quarterback was really strong on. And that was the eight to nine yard yards outs and curls. Really accurate, nice throws, and that's what, what that was. So Radcliffe will send one in motion to the far side. They'll do it on the end around. That's Murdoch carried. He's got the first down. Moore still on his horse. He's going to be going to the corner of the end zone. He's got one man to beat, and he is going to be tripped up across the 20. Nice job to be caught. You have a late, late flag. John Tate, sorry, uh, Tate John, rather, gets over there and throws him down, but a flag. Yeah, it's going to be against the Eagles. The referees are uh, a sideline warning. Sideline warning over pointing in the way of the Tigers. That was a play there. They ran a sweep to the outside, to our left side, and, again, it was a little slow developing, but the – Running back was waited for the block to show and ended up having a big hole. And uh, Tank Jod, certainly nice to have him back. He's played a lot of football the last two years. So it's really good to have him back, and he had a touchdown-saving tackle. So it'll be first and goal at the four is where the ball will end up at. They'll send one in motion here to the near side. As quarterback will keep it straight up the middle, he's clogged up quickly, and we'll see if he even got back to the line of scrimmage. Nice job of the defense to stiffen up there. 
Yeah, the defensive line did a great job. The coaches put in our, you know, beefier uh, package of the line. We had an extra lineman in there. We had been playing three most of the first series. We had four down linemen in there. They did a great job of penetration. Caught the uh, offensive line of the Tigers off. So they do say he loses a yard. It'll bring up a second and goal at the five. Again, they'll send one in motion. That's Murdoch to the far side. And they faked it to him, actually, and up the middle. But he's not going to be in there as a quarterback in Radcliffe. He did a good job of settling that. Fooled me as well. Yeah, good play by the quarterback. He read he read the R defense on the outside, conversion on the, on the sweep. And he decided to keep the ball and head of that field. But uh, good job on our defense to keep him out. Clock rolling, 9.20 left to go here in this opening quarter. As it's third and short, short, ball spotted at the two-yard line. They'll have trip receivers here on the near side, one on the far side. As Radcliffe will keep it himself all the way. He's trying to work the corner. He's going to get to the corner, meet some traffic, and he'll go into the end zone for a two-yard touchdown run. Yeah, called quarterback uh, sweep on that. They just automatically sprinted out to the, the right side and had good blocking and got into the end zone before he was touched. So Radcliffe takes it in from two yards out himself and gives a six to nothing lead. Very strong series by the, the Versailles Tigers. That did not look like a one and two team right there, folks. So on to try the PAT. Alex Radfeld and kick is up is good. And with nine oh four left to go here in the opening quarter, it is a seven to nothing ball game in favor of the Versailles Tigers. We'll pause and be back and get you set for the kickoff as you're listening to exclusive coverage Beagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kindergarten through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kindergarten offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Well, Bradley Smith returns the kick there. Nice high kick. Turn to the 26-yard line. That's where the Eagles will set up count. So they'll do an end around on the far side. That's Glass with it. He's got five yards. Tripped up. Got six, seven. So nice job on the first play to pick up good yardage there. Great play call on that play. The defense for the Tigers was in a 3-5, and their five linebackers were off pretty deep. So if you see that like that, you've got to run, take advantage of that. So nice play call. Good run by Bing Glass to get outside and turn it upfield. 
They'll come out here with two receivers on either side. Stillman will be in shotgun. As he'll get the shotgun snap, looking down the field. He's looking for his receiver who's wide open. He's got it at the 40, at the 30, at the 20. Still on his feet. That's Morris with it. He's going to be tackled inside the five-yard line. So a huge play right there for the Eagles as they move it downfield and get into the red zone. Great composure at that time by Hayden. The wide receiver was wide open. Don't know if it's a busted coverage or what, but uh, he had a good five, six yards on his nearest coverage, and he threw a nice strike. Lyman gave him a nice, nice pocket to throw from. And like we said all year, when he can get his feet set, he's a really good thrower. That hit him in stride. It was a perfectly placed ball. He'll give it to Bowles. He's going to be stopped in the backfield. So it was first and goal on the three is now going to be a second and goal back near the five. Yeah, this has been the Eagles' weakness so far this year. When they get it inside the 20 yards in the, in the red zone, they uh, stop. And certainly that's what we're seeing here on that first play. Good penetration by the defensive line. Um, they're running the same three-man line, so I'm not sure what happened on that play. So they will try it again, second and goal at the five. Looking near side pass is over. Everybody said was looking to get a little screen pass, but nobody home. Yeah, that was well, good decision by Hayden. Uh, the Tigers had it well covered. They were trying, we were trying to get a screen to the left flat, and the receiver was well covered. Good job throwing it high enough to where nobody else could catch it besides his guy. Well, that's something that uh, we talked about. Something we talked about for uh, yeah, glider and airplane flying over here. But it's not something we talked about on the pregame show is that how important it is to move the ball and be able to score. And the Eagles try not to stall out here as it's third and five. They're going to go up under center this time. Stillman will flip it off to his back. And he's still on his feet trying to stretch out. And they're going to say he's in for the touchdown. Bulls on the five-yard touchdown run. That got second and third effort, but Bulls was able to get in there for the five-yard touchdown run. It's a power toss to the left-hand side. Bulls got hit a couple yards downfield, and he spun and went, went in. Good hard running, good holes by the offensive line. Nice play, good running. We'll put a star by that as that was a good second and third effort got that touchdown. Salter in to try the PAT, snap is down, kick is on its way, and it is good. And just like that, we are tied at seven apiece. That's with 7.23 left to go here in this opening quarter. We're going to pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Well, this is a position that we've not been in much this season as we are tied at seven apiece after a four-play, 74-yard drive. That ties our ball game up at seven apiece. Excellent series by the Eagles there. 
to answer the Tiger score. Good running, good hard running, good physical play there. That is about the best drive we have seen the Eagles put together this season. So Salter will be back handling kicking duties. That one's going to be a live ball, and we're going to have a scrum for it, and we'll see who has it. Oh. They're going to say it is not Eagles football. Oh, that was so close. That was a nice play call. I think it kind of caught them off guard, and the ball hit right in between the front line and the second line. And, and those of you know that football is not a round ball, so it can bounce all sorts of ways, and it almost bounce in favor of the Eagles, but uh, nice call. Well, you know what? I like the play call. I like the decision to try to go for it and try to recover that early at this point when you're 0-3 on the season and it's week four. Why not try everything you can? So Radcliffe, again, will be in shotgun formation. He'll have three receivers, far side, two near side. He'll flip it to his receiver. He hurdles one man. That is Pritchett, and he's got short yardage there. Second effort gets him a few more. That was a good play called by the Tigers coaching staff there. We were blitzing Baden Glass off the left-hand side, and he got picked up well. And it was a quick pass to the left flat. Baden was coming from their right, and a nice little five-yard gain. So I bring up a second. They say second and six, so didn't quite give him as good a spot as we thought. Again, same formation. Twins either way, one back in the backfield. They'll give it off to him. He'll try to cut up the middle. He's going to have short, short yardage. That's... Edgar again getting up there. Edgar will have a couple yards. Nothing fancy on that play by the Tigers. They uh, ran their small back toward the left side, and um, thankfully our Eagles did a good job of staying home. Linebackers did a great job of filling and good job of wrapping up. So it'll bring up a third and we'll say four. Ball spotted at the 47-yard line of the Tigers. Eagles show they're going to bring some pressure. Now they back out of it just a little bit. And plenty of time on the play clock. As deep dropping back are some of the coverage for them. Now they'll send one man in motion to the Tigers. They'll get the snap with three seconds. Radcliffe dropping back. Has the house coming. Hits his receiver. He's going to get the first down as he made a man miss. He's going to pick up right about 13, 14 yards, but enough to move the chains. What a fantastic play by the quarterback. We sent the house. <laughs> we had three guys that were right on him. He had to scramble up to the right a few steps, did a good job through a strike. Again, he's really good at throwing those short, short to intermediate passes. Good catch by the wide receiver who turned up field and get the extra yards that he needed for the first down. Yeah, he maybe wasn't intending to run a screen on the play, but that's what it turned into when the house was coming at him. So he'll be in shotgun again, new set of downs. As rolling to the far side with it, he has some pressure. There's a flag down. He's going to get rid of it and just throw it up in the air. And it's going to be off the hands and fall incomplete. Not a pretty play there. We did have some pressure by the right defensive side of the Eagles. And they had Max Protect in there. They had the running back in to set the block. But we got a holding on the Tigers' offensive line. And it wasn't a very good decision to throw that ball up in the air like he did. He was running to the left and threw it back against the, against the way he was running. That usually can be an interception. So that was a mistake for making that throw, but it didn't cost them. Yeah, just kind of threw it up like a wounded duck up there, but unfortunately, no damage was done as the Eagles were not able to put a hand on it. 
So they'll back up here and have first in a long distance. It's first in a lot. Bad snap there. Quarterback's just going to fall on it as he was not expecting it. And he goes down. That'll go as a quarterback sack. Well, that was an ugly play. <laughs> Wasn't really that bad of a snap. Just dropped it and he got on it. Um, Eagles do have some substitutions in on defense. Got uh, Bob Andrew out there. Jonas Sapi on defensive line. So we're getting some rotating some fresh bodies on defense. So. Now it's second and over 30. So they'll get the snap. Dropping back is Radcliffe. He hits his receiver. Again, short pass. He's going to be tackled by another host of Eagles. That pass was caught by Murdoch. That was a screen pass that they were trying to set up, but it did not fool any of the defensive linemen. They all got out there in a hurry, and the guy had nowhere to go. It's almost like they knew what play it was. Yeah, it was a screen pass that uh, didn't really have much screen to set up there for him to go with it. Pretty much once he caught the ball, he was hemmed in right there. So ball spotted at the 30-40-yard line of the Tigers. They've got to get to the 31-yard line of the Eagles to pick up the first down. Radcliffe dropping back, has some pressure. He's going to be still on his feet, scrambling around. He'll get one block. He's going to keep it on the near side, and he'll have to be ushered out of bounds as he's going to lose about three or four yards. That was a great defense, defense series, great play. Did not blitz anybody. Just uh, sent the three, four guys, and they got pressure. And he never had a chance to look downfield to see who and what he had open. And took off running and ended up losing five yards on the scramble instead of uh, trying to throw the ball away. Hey, right about that, that he had nowhere to go with it and ends up having to be ushered out of bounds. And he loses several yards. So what was four, What was third and, and plus 30, more than 30, is now fourth, and I'm not going to add it up. So that's how far they've got to get. They are going to punt here as Morris deep back to receive. Nice spiraling kick. He's going to bounce to the 40. He'll take it at the 35, make one man miss. And he's going to be hemmed in right there. So he'll be about the 38-yard line on the change of possession. Pretty good punt, good coverage. Did a good job making the first player miss, but not the second. But pretty good field position. Great job by the defense there. Got a lot of players in, keeping them fresh on that series, at least along the defensive line. Well, we talked about coming back from the break as we're in a position that we're not used to this season as we're tied at seven apiece. Clock stopped at 418 and will roll once we snap the football. But now the Eagles have a chance for something they haven't done this season either is to have a chance to take the lead. So they'll have the ball at their own 37, 38-yard line. They'll try the end around. And they've got at the 40, still on his feet at the 45. Let's see who that was that got the end around. That's Morris. So he's got eight, nine yards there. Great job on the end around. Yeah, nice play call. Again, just the three defensive linemen, and the linebackers are playing pretty far back. So whenever you see that, got to take advantage of those of those uh, running lanes at that time. That was a a uh, end around. Nice little pitch. Had a, lot of, had a pretty good hole there. So good, good game, guys. Clock rolling, 3.40 left here in this opening quarter. Twin receivers on either side. Stillman in shotgun, second and two here. He'll drop back, looking near side, has a screen downfield, has glass wide open, hit him at the 30, and he just dropped the ball. 
He had it completed and dropped the ball once he hit the ground. Oh, wow. That was almost the same play we saw on their first series they scored on, except going to the other side. Lyman did a good job of picking up just the four. They did a fantastic job of giving Hayden the wall. Hayden had a chance to set his feet, and it was a great pass. He dropped it when he hit the ground and had a little bit of contact from the defender, but that was a 24-yard pass completion that goes for nothing. So give it up to Bowles. He's across the 50. He'll have a new set of downs as he bowls his way forward. It's another play again where just three defensive linemen, linebackers playing deep, and the outside linebackers are kind of playing out, covering the slots on our spread offense. So great play. Offensive line, take advantage of this of these what should be pretty simple blocks to make with only three, four, five guys to block. Well, it's one of the new packages that they're running there where Stillman comes up under center, has two backs behind him. So, again, they'll send one receiver from the far side here to the near side. Same formation where he's up under center. Bowles gets it. He's across midfield. He's going to be keeping those legs churning. He'll be pushed out near the 45 of the Tigers. So he'll pick up about five yards. Yeah, it's a quick toss. We're trying to get outside the end on the left-hand side, and we did. Did a good job getting that field positive yardage. See coming off the field. Ben Taylor, he suffered an injury to his left hand last week, so he's got it all bandaged up. It was on that left hand of his. So to bring up a second and five, again, ball at the 45-yard line of the Tigers. Eagles have trips far side, one near side. Stillman will give it straight up the middle. Does the back. That is Smith with it, and he'll have the first down. Waiting to see where... He came up, and he's got seven, eight yards, enough to move the chains. Nice hard running by Bradley Smith there. Ran right up the hole again. Their defense is only showing the three defensive linemen for the two linebackers, and they're playing pretty deep, and they're not blitzing them or anything. So in that situation, linemen got to dominate, and they're doing a great job this series. If they give it up, we'll take it every time. So they have twins either way now as Stillman again in shotgun. He'll give it off to Smith. He's working on the far side. He'll be uprooted after about a six-yard gain. It's basically the same play. Instead of going left, we're going right. Again, to taking advantage of the run that they're giving us. So everybody on the offense will look over and see what the play call is. It'll bring up a second and they'll say five. A long four or short five, they'll call it. So Stillman will have twin receivers either way again. Smith will be behind him. Stillman will fake the handoff, roll to the far side, looking downfield. He's going to throw across this body just through an interception. Threw it too high, and it is intercepted by the Tigers. That's Jace Reynolds gets the INT. Like most young quarterbacks, if they're moving and they can't get their feet set, they're prone to make mistakes, and that was exactly what happened there. We had a cold rollout to the right, that sign, and he threw the ball without having his feet set, and it went right to the Tigers there. That is a tough play there, too, because he's got to throw it across his body. Just overshot his receiver. There was quite a bit of traffic there anyways. So once again, the Tigers will have the ball back here. Eagles squander an opportunity. They had a chance to possibly take the lead, but just could not find a way to keep the drive going and get in the end zone. So they'll have twin receivers either way. Well, the Tigers are going left to right now. 
Radcliffe faking, looking downfield, has his receiver. He's got the man beat. He's got the catch, and it'll be dragged down near the 20-yard line. We'll see who caught that. What a phenomenal pass by the quarterback. He uh, rolled to the right, and unlike what I was seeing in the pregame, he threw a strike. He was on the move and threw a beautiful pass. The wide receiver had a, a good step or so, but the pass was beautifully delivered. Colby Brock comes up with the catch, moves the ball down into Eagles territory. It's spotted at the 22-yard line. So in shotgun again will be Radcliffe. They'll have one back. They do have the receivers all bunched up. They'll give it on the in around to the far side. That's Murdoch. He'll cut back in. He got decent yardage, but not much. Yeah, interesting formation that time. The Tigers have been mostly spread most of the time. That time they ran double tight to the wing and uh, handed off to the opposite side wing and cut it up. So that, that was very reminiscent of what we saw with Mexico, except uh, Versailles doesn't have the horses that Mexico does. Yeah, they definitely stacked them in there close. And that will take us to the end of the first quarter. After the first quarter of play, we're tied at seven apiece. We'll pause and be back for the second quarter here as you're listening to Exclusive's coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Oh, wow. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573 761 3405. Just about set to start the second quarter here. As we'll flip into the field, second and five is carrying it on the far side. Will be ball carrier. That is uh, Ty Edgar. For sales that time, ran the option to the right side and plenty of coverage on the quarterback who had to, who had to pitch the ball pretty quickly. Um, he had seven guys up on, on the line, and they did a good job penetration and stopped that play. So. so he does pick up, actually loses a couple yards on the play. I think we're off the air right at this moment. Now we're back on air. So to bring up a third down here, looking far side, hits his receiver close to that first down marker, that pass, to Reese Murdoch. Yeah, that was a pretty quick 
Eight yards and out, and a strike delivered by the quarterback. Like I said before, he can throw that short ball really, really well. So this will bring up a fourth down here. I apologize. We lost our Internet connection for a moment, so hopefully we still got our listeners. Just have to refresh the app. Clock stopped, 11.49 here in this second quarter. He has ball on the 14-yard line. It'll be fourth and a long one. It's like for sales is going to go for it. They'll have Radcliffe in shotgun formation. He'll have one back, and ball carrier will be close to that first down. That's a misdirection that time. They faked the jet sweep. So the guy coming from right to left faked the jet sweep and handed the ball going back to the right, off, uh, off guard, off tackle. Not a big hole, but enough to get the first down. So Ty Edgar does pick up the first set of downs. Fresh set of downs, I should say. As it'll be first and 10 ball to 12, so they could still get a first down without actually being in the end zone. Dropping back is Radcliffe looking for the corner of the end zone, and nobody home. Overshot both receivers there. I think somebody did a stop-and-go route, but they forgot to go. Yeah, great pressure. Looks like Nathan West got in there very quickly, and the quarterback got to throw the ball a lot quicker than he wanted to. But he did make a good decision and threw it high to where uh, it would have been a miraculous catch if someone would have caught it. So he did a good job of not taking the sack and a good job of not throwing the interception. So good pressure by the defense that time. Cage Pritchett was in the area, but like I said, I think he forgot to go on the stop and go. Keeping it up the middle is quarterback in Radcliffe. He'll have short yardage, but it will bring up a third down. Yeah, fake the jet sweep again. And this quarterback ran the ball straight at the middle, had a little bit of a hole, but then converged on pretty quickly. Good job by the Eagles closing the hole quickly and making a good tackle. So we'll bring up a third down so far. The Tigers are 2 of 5 on third downs in the ball game. Third and 7, ball at the 9-yard line. Radcliffe will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap, looking far side, has some pressure. It's picked up. He's looking for the corner, throws it to his receiver, caught touchdown. We'll see who that is that comes up with the football. That is Reese Murdoch. So a nine-yard touchdown throw to Murdoch. Beautiful play call by the Tigers there. Um, outside linebacker or West faked the blitz, went back in coverage, but he was a little slow getting back. Did have some pressure from the right side, but he did a good job of scrambling to the right and threw a nice pass. So he'll come on to try the PAT. Look like that might have been partially blocked. Got a finger on it, but it does go to through the uprights. So that will take it to a 14-7 ball game. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie!
Well, the Tigers lead 14 to seven. As they score on that nine yard touchdown pass, did also have a personal foul. So that'll back up the Eagles. You expect this is going to go through to the end zone? I expect it to be inside the five, inside the ten. There's a good, good chance, a good reason to kick it away. Well, that play was nine plays, 71 yards. Yeah. Yeah. On a back touchback, man, in the end zone. That will be kicked into the end zone, so. So that is where the Eagles will set up shop. Well, I'd like to see the Eagles use the run here if they continue, if the Tigers continue to be in that three-man line with their linebackers playing five, even six yards off the, off the line of scrimmage. Let's see some running. Plenty of lanes. So the Eagles trail by a touchdown at 14 to 7. They'll come out here, ball in their own 20. They'll give it to the first man through. And he is slow to get up. That is Bowles, and he gets up very gingerly. That time they did rush their outside linebacker, had four back in there, but it was a good play call. The play call was inside instead of outside. Nice, nice game. We can, I think we could do this all night. They give him a good spot there after hard running. He picks up eight yards. It'll bring up a second and short. Twin receivers again either way. The Eagles going left to right on your media center or your app. So Bowles will go quickly. He'll be met near the 30. He'll fall forward for at least another yard or so. However, he will pick up a new set of downs. So that will be the fourth first down. Fourth first down of the ball game so far unofficially. Tigers did send two extra linebackers that time with the three linemen, but thankfully we had the play call where they weren't blitzing somebody. Clock rolling, 9.34 left before halftime. It's a one-score game in favor of the Tigers. They'll get the pitch on the far side, squirting through, diving to the 40 is the ball carrier. That's Jacob Bowles. A six-foot, 180-pound junior. He picks up good yardage there on the first down. Yeah, tossed to the left side. He was very patient, waiting for his blockers to uh, to engage, and got a nice hole inside, and nice good game. Yeah, it's a very slow developing play, but that's okay. He's letting, as you said, those blockers get in front of him. He'll feel the way for him to pick up eight yards. So to bring up a second and short. As they'll have twin receivers either way against Stillman. In shotgun, he'll send one in motion. They'll give it on the end around and trying to cut it in. Still on his feet, bowling over the players. Near the 50 is where the ball will be spotted. Fantastic play there by the lineman. Tyler Hildedick went down and got a linebacker. And then if your lineman can get to the linebackers, big plays can happen. Great job there by Tyler. Great running, great hard running. Offensive line. That was Glass on the end of round, so he does a great job of bowling over. Actually ran over one of his own players even. So ball will be spotted at midfield. Again, Eagles trying to tie the ball game up. We were tied at 7-7. Seven to seven. They trail 14-7 to seven right now. 
Give it off to Taylor. He makes one man miss, makes a second. He's going to be across the 45, down near the 44, the 43. He had this a quick handoff to the left-hand side, ran off tackle. Good blocking by the lineman. With a three-man line, it's pretty easy to get that outside lineman turned in. So doing a good job there. The run's there all night. So going to bring up a second and four here for the Eagles again. Trying to put together a drive. This will be the sixth play of the drive so far. They started at their own 20. Stemman will go up under center. Has two backs split behind him. He'll give it to the second man through. That's well, that's Smith with it. So Smith picks up near the first down marker. Tigers are blitzing at linebackers a little bit more than what they did in the first quarter. But still doesn't matter. We're still getting them picked up. Good hard running right up the mill. So we'll bring up a third and very short here. Again, clock nearing seven minutes to go here before halftime. Eagles trail 14-7 to here as they play their second game in a row at home. This is week four of Missouri High School football. They'll give it straight up the middle. First down. Falling forward with it. That is Taylor, so he picks up a new set of downs. Yeah, quick run right up the gut. Good job of the linemen to pick up uh, two blitzing linebackers, so nice, good three, four-yard gain. We're starting to see these Eagles pick up a little momentum, start to put a drive together. That's not something we've seen them do much this season. So Stillman goes up under center again. He'll have a receiver on either side, two backs in the backfield. He'll pitch it off. And met quickly. That was Smith with it. He is met in the chest by one of the Tiger players. Yeah, quick toss to the right right side there. Uh, Taylor did a good job of blocking, kicking the block out. But great job by the Versailles Tigers and filling the hole quickly. Yeah, I didn't catch who it was, but somebody sniffed it out and put a helmet right into his chest. So to bring up a second and... They actually say you only gained about a half yard, so second and long. So Taylor and Smith will be split in the backfield. Stillman up under center has two receivers near side, one far side. They'll send Glass in motion to the far side. Taylor just falls started. He's going to take a shot there too. He tried to leave just a hair too early. Time for the offensive line to, to take control of this series right here. Even though the play didn't count, that was a pretty solid hit on our guy. And that kind of stuff can linger in a running back's mind for a couple plays. So it'll be a second and 14 now. Stillman has trip or twin receivers either way. He'll take the shotgun snap. Was a little high. Had to go get it. Has some pressure looking downfield. Has Morris knocked out of his hands at the 15. Great pass protection there. Plenty of time for Steelman to throw the ball. He set through the ball, but a great recovery by the defensive back who was beaten on the play, but he came back and knocked, knocked the ball down. Double coverage on the play as well. So the Tigers trying to get the ball back here as they lead the Eagles, trying not to stall out the drive. This upcoming play, this is their 10th play 
in this drive. Clock stopped with 5.13 left to uh, go before halftime as the Eagles trail 14-7. Stillman has twins again either side. Taylor in the backfield. They'll throw it off to him on a little dump pass on the far side. He's working through traffic. Still on his feet. Hurdles a man. Still going. That was a lot of work to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, quick screen pass right time to the left-hand side, and he cut it up. He had a good block on the outside. Um, Tigers did a good job pursuing to the ball, but good running as well. It was a good play both both sides. A lot of good, a lot of good play on both sides of the ball there. Tough running, a lot of hitting for five yards. Yeah, Smith had to work real hard there. Had to run about 40 yards, only net five. Nearing four and a half to go here before halftime. Play clock down to 15. As the Eagles at least show like they're going to go for it. I think they are. Again, shotgun snap to Stillman. He's rolling near side, still rolling near side. He's going to hit across the middle to Tate. And he's going to get tackled right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, the tunnel screen to the right side there to Tate John, who we haven't seen all year. Good to see him back. Um, I think he's going to be a slightly short, though. We'll see where they where they officially spotted. He is going to be close either way. It's going to at least be a half yard either direction. It ain't going to be by much. So they are going to come out and measure to see if he's got the first down or not. Clock stopped 416. Left here before halftime as the Eagles trail 14 to 7. They're going to tighten the chains. And it is going to be just short. So we'll be turnover on downs. Tough series for the Eagles right there. They were doing the, moving the ball very, very well. Even with the Tigers blitzing a, a fourth and fifth person. Uh, they're still running really hard, but then stalled. Well, they're going to have an official timeout, so we will take a break here and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Well, hydration break called by the officials. Give everybody a chance to... Get hydrated. Not an overly hot night, but we definitely don't want to have any cramping or anything related to that. Still early in the season, so everybody's still trying to get their football legs under them. Got some substitutions in on defense. Got the Dylan Niles in there playing the right defensive end. First time seeing him tonight on defense. He had a really good game last week against Boonville on offense at left tackle. Made some good solid box for a young sophomore. 
So Versailles will start at the 27-yard line, their own 27-yard line. So they'll have twin receivers either way. Now they'll send one in motion here on the near side. They'll give it off to the first man through. He's going to be met quickly by a line of black jerseys clad with the Eagle logo. Great defensive line penetration that time. Chase Shoemaker, the ball carrier there. He's a sophomore, 5'8", 150 pounds. So he gets no gain on the play. So bring up second and 10. Clock under 350 left to go here before halftime. Eagles trailing 14 to 7. They'll have trips here on the near side, one far side. In the back, they'll have Shoemaker in the backfield with Radcliffe. He'll get the shotgun snap looking near side. Now throws far side. Good pass to his receiver. He was wide open. That's Murdoch. And he's going to be taken down on the far side. Great play call by the Tigers that time. We sent the outside linebacker, so we had five rushing the quarterback. And there's another quick strike to the outs, which we have said before. This quarterback can make that throw all night. He's really good at that short to intermediate throw. Well, that does move the chains. Is Must have just got tackled right at the chains. But either way, they will give him a new set of downs here. So it'll be first and 10. Ball at the 37-yard line of the Tigers. And they'll come out here, does for sales, with three. 28 left on the clock before half. They'll send one in motion from the far side. They'll fake the end around. Ball's on the ground, and it's going to be recovered by the back. So bounces right back into the ball carrier. That's Shoemaker. Very fortunate that time there was a hole there. Just a bad handoff between the quarterback and the running back. Ball on the ground, good bounce for them. So to bring up a second and long here for the Tigers. They trail 14 to 7, clock rolling under three to go here before halftime. Twin receivers either way, empty backfield. As Radcliffe will look over, get the sign. They'll actually have three receivers far side. One of those is in a wing. He'll drop back, quick pass over to the far side, got his receiver. He's got five, six yards before he's tackled on the far side. Nice quick throw. Through a strike, his receiver turned upfield, made the first defensive person miss, and got another two or three yards after that. Nice play. Murdoch makes the grab. This will bring up a third down now for the Tigers. So far, they are two of five unofficially, sorry, two of six on third downs unofficially in the ballgame so far. For the Eagles, they are two of four. So third and three now. As dropping back and pass off to the far side, he'll have the first down before he's ushered out of bounds. That's Vibrock on the catch. Another quick throw to the right flat, and he ran the ball hard after he got hit. Took a couple guys with him to get the first down. So that'll be another chain mover for the Tigers. Ups upcoming play, the sixth play of the drive as clock stopped. With 2.01 left here in this first half. Again, twin receivers either way. Tigers going right to left. Now they'll send one in motion here the near side. They'll give it on the end around. He'll cut in the middle at the 50, at the 45. He'll be at the 40, at the 30. Still on his feet. He'll be shoved out of bounds near the 25-yard line. That carried by Reese Murdoch. Well, the play was designed to get to the outside, but the, there was a huge hole up the middle, and he did a fantastic job turning it up. 
way quicker than he, than he was the, the play was designed for. Didn't get touched for a good 10 yards. Nice play by the Tigers. Got out of bounds. The clock stops. Nice play. So this will bring up a new set of downs for the Tigers. Clock stopped a minute 54. Still a one score game as the Tigers lead the Eagles 14 to 7. Radcliffe in shotgun. Looking far side now. He's going to step up in the pocket, but he'll be taken down. Ball comes out. It's going to be recovered by Versailles. Blitz two, if not three linebackers. They're kind of lost count. That's how much pressure was on the quarterback. Quarterback had nowhere to go. He didn't even have a chance to look up to see where he could throw it. As quickly getting in his face was the defense. Do have a timeout called. Let's keep it right here. This is first timeout for either team. Comes with a minute 32 in the second quarter. Well, there's some other scores, other games going on. Mike has been working hard to get some of those scores. We'll have some at halftime to give you. Don't forget you're listening to tonight's ball game here on the Show Me Sports Network. The exclusive home for Eagles football. Blake Gaz will be here with you, joined by Mike Freese. We'll be bringing you games all season long here on the Show Me Sports Network. If you haven't done so, be sure and like our Facebook page. Just search showmesportsnetwork.com. You can find our page there. As I should say, search Show Me Sports Network. You can find it there, or you can go to our website at showmesportsnetwork.com. You can find us there. We try to post the uh, starting lineup graphics, some of the other things throughout uh, the week. Various other things. We do want to give our listeners a thank you as we got nominated for one of the Missouri's best 2022 awards. So enjoy our listeners nominating us for those. So clock stopped a minute 32 left here in the first half. Second and long as, again, Tigers bring have pressure and throwing it away. That ought to be intentional grounding because there is nobody home anywhere. Tell me where the uh, closest Tiger receiver was there, Mike. Well, he did get outside the tackle box and did get to the line of scrimmage, which I know is the rule at some level. I'm not sure if it's the rule for high school or not, but they are talking about it, the referees are. That play, we blitzed three linebackers, so we had six rushing. There's the flag. So they ran do six ag- linebackers. Do agree, so intentional grounding as he was running for his life back there and just had to throw it up hoping somebody, anybody, might have a chance to grab it. The closest player was anybody standing on the sidelines of the Tigers right now. Yeah, that time he was making the correct decision. He didn't want to give up the sack, so he was just trying to get the ball out of bounds on that. And uh, like I said, not 100% sure what the rule is for high school. but Well, what was a second and long is now a third and forever. And a lot. A third and uh, we can't add that high. So ball spotted on the other side of the 50 now. As it'll be one receiver far side, three near side, and we just gave them yards. As one of the Eagles jumped off sides. I believe our top-notch timekeepers and uh, watchers here in the press booth said it was 48. 
So third and forty something. Forty three, I believe, would be the correct answer now. Forty one. How we get from forty eight to forty one <laughs> on a five yard penalty? Math is not our strong suit up here in the press box. So we'll say the ball spotted at the forty nine of the Eagles, and to get a first down, it has to be down at the. 15-yard line, so we'll let you do the math. So it's going to be third and a lot. They'll have twin receivers either way and almost jumped off sides to the Tigers, and they're going to be snowed under again. And another quarterback sack by a host of Eagles. Sent the, sent the linebackers again, just like we did on the big sack there. Got a feeling we might see a lot of that going forward the rest of the game. Yeah, that was a uh, team sack there. So ball now spotted at the 49-yard line to the Tigers. So it's fourth and a lot. So the ball is at the 49-yard line of the Tigers. They have to get across midfield and get down to the 15-yard line. So timeout called here by the Eagles. Now the issue here, though, is they might have given the Eagles possibly maybe just a hair too much time. As it'll be fourth and a lot. This would be a great opportunity for the Eagles to have a good return, possibly break one here. Haven't seen that this season. I would send the house, get this block, this kick. I I agree. You've got the pressure on. You've got uh, you've got it tightening on them. Why take it off now? So Morris will be deep back to receive the punt. Eagles are lined up to go after the kick. So they are, as you said, lined up to bring some pressure. There's the snap. Now they're going to back out of it. A good high punt. Morris is going to take it inside his 20, about the 17. He's going to have some room. He's going to make a couple men miss and get across the 30. It was a hole quickly, but it closed up. That's a fantastic kick by the Tigers. The punter had a good had a good room to run. Kind of bobbled the ball. That slowed him down a little bit. And then the Tigers dipping there. just kind of like ran right by the, the guy. But... Uh, all in all, good play by the Tigers. Got about a 20-some yard net on that. That's a, a pretty good with a minute left in the game, minute 14. But now we'll see a hurry-up minute 14 offense for the Eagles. They have twin receivers either way. Ball spotted at their own 33-yard line. They'll look over, check the sideline. Plenty of time on the play clock. Stillman will get the snap. Looking for a screen pass over here to... To uh, John, he's got first down yardage before he's ushered out of bounds. Stops the clock. Well, the Tigers are only rushing three that time, so it looks like they have a prevent defense on. They drop back their their linebackers a little further than normal, so they're definitely going to give us anything short. Yeah, he had a uh, he had a good ushering of Eagles players there to help him pick up the first down. Most importantly, steps out of bounds, stops the clock. Minute eight left before halftime. Eagles trail 14-7. to seven. Looking far side, now keeping it himself is Stillman. He's going to be up the middle. Still on his feet, breaks a tackle across midfield. He's going to have about eight yards. 
Tigers did blitz the right inside linebacker at that time to get some pressure on, well covered by the secondary. And a good play by Hayden to make the first person miss. Now the Eagles are lined up offside, so hopefully the receiver backs up here. Quick pass over again to Tate John. He'll be down near the 40, another set of downs. Yeah, the same play as the first play in the series. Quick pass, taking whatever yardage they're going to give us, being backed off quite a bit. I say he did not get out of bounds, so they've got to hurry here. Again, twin receivers either way. Smith in the backfield. Roll to the far side. Stillman looking downfield. He's going to air it out. And just threw it through the hands of the Tiger defender. Yeah, well covered by the Tigers. They only sent three to big pressure, so it means you got eight guys back to cover cover uh, just a few people, and everyone was well covered. And Hayden did sense that time was starting to expire as a Tiger defensive lineman did break through, so he did make a good decision to throw it to where um, only one of his guys could get it, but the Tigers did have a chance on that. He aired it out, but just too much under it. So he'll have twins again either way. Clock stop, 23.8 seconds left. Tigers trail. Sorry, Tigers lead the Eagles by one score. They'll give it straight up the middle. That's Smith. He cuts back to the inside. Still on his feet across the 30. He did a second and third. Fourth effort picks him up. A new set of downs. Yeah, the Eagles took a advantage of the defense the Tigers are running Tigers just had three defensive linemen linebackers stood deep back and whenever the defense does that they are giving up the run but the Tigers are okay right now giving up the run at this point of the uh, of the first half well, we'll take it any way we can get it right now it's a new set of downs as clock any idea how many timeouts are left for the Eagles? There are uh, one timeout left for the Eagles, two timeouts left for the Tigers. As clock stops, 16.6 seconds left here in the first half. The Eagles trail the Tigers 14-7. to So you very well could see one, one pass play here, trying to see if we can get to the end zone, then maybe run that same play again and then have time to uh, call a timeout to do a field goal, possibly. But I do expect they'll go to the end zone this time. Yeah, I think despite uh, everything that's gone on this season, I think they got to look for that shot down at the end zone. Got to take a chance here. They're within striking distance. They could have a chance to maybe look a second time. They can get the playoff quick enough. Stillman will drop back. Pump fakes looking far side. He's going to try to run, and now he's going to roll near side. He's got to get rid of it, and he does so. Falls incomplete. 9.2 seconds left. Yeah, they did go for the fake to, to take John in a flat, kind of a up and go. Um, that The flat pass has worked twice in the series, but they did not bite. So Tate was not open on that, so... Hayden looked to see what else he could do. He thought about running to the left, but the Tigers did a good job of closing that alley down. And then he scrambled to the right and did a good job of getting the ball out of bounds near one of our guys to not be called for a down. Yeah, it was within, you know, five, four, five yards or so. And wisely, he felt that pressure click to uh, start to click down and got rid of it. 
So again, pump fake near side has some pressure dumping off on the screen pass to Smith. He's up the middle, still on his feet. That's uh, Bowles, rather. And he's going to be down near the first down marker at the uh, 15-yard line or so. 1.1 second left. Yeah, at that time, Hayden faked the, the, the out to the right and then threw it back to the screen pass to the left-hand side. And that play has worked pretty well for us all year and uh, got us some good gains that time. And so we got one second left. Um, should be within a field goal range, but with one second left, you want to go for the touchdown or? Well, we've seen Salter has the the uh, leg. He has the strength of it, but we've seen him bang several off the uprights and have a couple that have been blocked as he is 0 of 2 for field goals, and he's 3 of 4 on PATs, not including the one he made earlier today, so that would make him four of five from PATs. We know he's got the leg. It's just a matter of getting the snap down, the hold down, and having those linemen block so that he has a chance to get the foot under it. Yeah, they're going to line up the kick. So ball. 30 yard, 31, 32. It's like it'll be, what, a 32-yarder? So 32-yard field goal attempt. That will take us to halftime. So snap is down, place is down, kick is long enough, it's straight enough, it is good enough. And Salter gets a 32-yard field goal to end the first half. As that takes us to halftime. And it was a perfect snap, perfect hold, perfect kick. Good job all the way around. Nice to get some points on that uh, series after a good defensive stand. So good job all the way around. It's not the same as a touchdown, but you know what? It's points on the board. Most importantly, they kept a drive going. They kept a drive that had to be quickly because of little time left on the clock. They kept it rolling, moved the chains, and pick up. A 32-yard field goal. We're going to pause and be back with your halftime show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full day sessions with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Liberal Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care as a former veteran for two years i tried to get my disability and nothing worked then i called west swinnigan and he got the results that i really needed 
I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh -huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Well, we're back here at halftime as the Eagles trail by a score of 14 to 10. And both teams having plenty of things to talk about here in the locker room at halftime. As we'll take a look at your scoring summary. Well, the Versailles Tigers got things started off as they scored on a two-yard touchdown run by their quarterback, Radcliffe. PAT was good. That was a six-play, 60-yard drive. Made it 7 to nothing with 9.04 left in the first quarter. Then we would tie the ball game up with the Eagles on a five-yard touchdown run by Bowles. Salter would come on for the PAT. That was a four-play, 74-yard drive with 7.23 left in the first quarter. That made it a 7-7 ball game. Then we would jump to the second quarter with 10.36 left to go in the second quarter. It would be a nine-yard touchdown pass from Radcliffe to Murdoch. The PAT on that was good. That was a nine-play, 71-yard drive. That made it 14-7. to And then to round out the uh, quarter, as time expired in the first half, a 32-yard field goal by Salter. That made it 14-10, to and that took us to the close of the first half of action. As 1.1 seconds left on the clock when they attempted 
that kick, or at least when they snapped that kick. Unofficially, on some other stats, five first downs in the first half for Versailles, 10 for Southern Boone County, two fumbles for Versailles, but they were able to recover both of those. No fumbles for Southern Boone. One interception, that for Southern Boone, no interceptions for the Tigers. Three penalties either way, and take a look at third down conversion for the Tigers. They are three of eight on third downs, two of four on third downs, which I know last week they were one for ten. The previous week the Eagles were 0 for ten on third down conversions. So that means, one, that they're picking them up at 50%, and they're also doing a better job of not being put in a third down position, third down opportunity and position where they've had to pick that up. So, like I said, they are 50% right now, 2 of 4, and then uh, not being put in third down positions as well. Fourth down, neither team having a fourth down. They picked up 0 for 3 for Versailles, 0 for 1 for Southern Boone. And uh, looks pretty clean as uh, just one QB hurry for Southern Boone. That's all that uh, Stillman has had to deal with for Radcliffe. He's been sacked three times, knocked down twice, and had one QB hurry to round out our stats for the first half of action. Mike, I know you've been working on some scores from around the league. Yes, we got some scores here. Oh, got me turned up. All right, here we go. Let's see. Scoliosis Age in California. California is up 23 to 6 at this point. Both those teams are 2 and 1, and the game is at California. Um, you got Eldon in Hallsville. Hallsville's up 22 to 6. That game's at Hallsville, and of course, Hallsville is undefeated this year and is on our schedule later, as well as all these teams actually so far. <laughs> right? Mexico continues their strong ways. They're up 21 to 8. Did see that Mr. Mr. Uh, Wright uh, had a kickoff return for a touchdown. And we do have the Blair Oaks and Boonville are all tied up at 21. So I know we're all excited to see Blair Oaks have a little bit of a challenge, but we'll see what happens in the second half. Uh, let's see. We got Battle versus Hickman. Battle is up 14 to 6 at the half. Um, Helias is up 21 to 0 over the Warriors of Granite City. Let's see. We got the Jeff City Jays are up 27 to 0 over Smith Cotton. The Jays are winless this year with their uh, brand new coach. Harrisburg is up 30 to nothing over Westran. And Westran's 2 and 1 this year. So Harrisburg has been building a really nice little program up there to the north. Let's see. Centralia is losing to Monroe City 16 to nothing. And for those who might care about the good old Camden Lakers, like the Ozarks, they are down 21 to nothing to the Zizzards of West Plains, who is a powerhouse the last few years in uh, in their in their class. Well, Camdenton is not uh, not a bad not a bad team either. Well, there was high hopes for the Camden Lakers this year, but uh, they were three and zero going into this week. But like I said, the Zizzards of West Plains have been a really good team the last few few years. That's a look at our scoring summary here at halftime and some of the other area games, looking at uh, the Tri-County Conference games as well as the other games in the uh, same district as the Eagles. That's Class 3, District 5. Of course, for Versailles, they're in Class 2, District 5. So uh, just a little bit of different matchup. Also this weekend, have some other things happening. Of course, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the 1-0 Kansas City Chiefs, they will be back in action as uh, they got their season started last week as they hosted the Cleveland Browns. And they 
beat the Browns 33-29 to to move to 1-0. and So they'll be taking on the Baltimore Ravens. That uh, They are 0-1 at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. That'll be a uh, Sunday night football game as uh, the Ravens looking to get their first win and the Chiefs looking to remain unbeaten on the season. As well as tomorrow, the... Mizzou Tigers, they will be back in action. They sit at 1-1 one one on the season after they fell to Kentucky last week by a score of 35-28. to 28. It was really an ugly, ugly game, uh, no matter how you cut it. But they tried to hang, up, uh, hang with them, just came up a little bit short. But that game tomorrow for the Tigers, they are hosting the Southeast Missouri State Squad. And that will be an 11 o'clock kickoff that'll be on the uh, SEC network and it's at Faro Field in Columbia so Columbia where I live they will be hopping tomorrow gotta say Tigers game if you're not at the game it's a good time to go to the store or do anything else you need to because the uh, town is is uh, just a little bit still but anything before or after the game it picks up so we're going to take a break and be back and get you set for the second half of action as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network the following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Riverwell Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you earn. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. 
perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh -huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Well, we're still at halftime here as the Tigers lead the Eagles by a score of 14 to 10 in a first half that really that's probably the best first half of football we've seen the Eagles play all season so far. Still haven't seen the following public service announcement. Either team make their way out, forgot to stump our ads here. <laughs> well, what I think we might see here in the second half, at least for the Eagles, I think we're going to see a lot, a lot of more running like we have and uh, try to keep Hayden in the pocket as much as possible that when he is by far his best throwing, mixing up a, you know, a little bit, uh, but still be heavy on the run. Um, on the Tigers' offense, had, we were starting to slow them down a little bit there in the, in the second quarter by getting a lot more pressure on uh, on their offense. And uh, so maybe we might kind of expect to see a little bit more pressure more often coming from the Eagles and when the Tigers have the ball. Yeah, and we saw that too when uh, when the Eagles were able to get some pressure in the face of of uh, Radcliffe, the starting quarterback for the Tigers. He, he struggled with that. He struggled to make decisions and uh, struggling to make wise decisions. So I think uh, I agree. I think if they can keep the pressure on him and uh, keep attacking that, keep sending the pressure when they can, that's going to go a long ways. And, you know, most importantly, I think, to get the second half underway on a positive thing is they've got to find a way to come out and score as they'll get the kick to start the second half, being down by four points here as they trail 14 to 10. The Eagles have got to uh, just basically march it downfield and score get that momentum back, and let that carry them throughout the second half of the game. Agree 100%. Need a good first series here on offense. Should be getting the ball on the kickoff. And uh, like to see a lot, good, good amount of running between the tackles where we have them outnumbered. Throw that in with a uh, pass every once in a while. And let's see if we can get this ball in the end zone. Still yet, to see, still yet to see either team make their way out here at halftime. So, again, Coach is taking all the time that they can to get the players ready for the second half of action. 
And I think for the Eagles and head coach Trent Tracy, I'm not going to speak for him, but i got to think that he's telling his players, hey, we had a good first half. We did some good things. We made some mistakes. But, you know, that, uh, that last drive they had, even though it didn't get in for a touchdown, that still is about the best drive that we have seen them run as they had, what, it was about a minute, 15? Minute 14, minute 16. Yeah, something like that. Field. March downfield. Did some quick outs a couple times. Got what? Got the use the timeouts exactly to where you're supposed to, and uh, got three points out of it. It was a good, good, good series for just uh, just a over a minute left in the, in the game. So that was a great job, great, great calls by the coaches, great blocking by everybody, good execution, and uh, well, very nice series. Yeah, I would have loved, of course, to see them uh, tie the ball game up and uh, put seven points on the board instead of three. But at this point, uh, having a record of 0-3, as well as where they have uh, been at offensively, I will take a field goal to take them within four points. That's the balance any, uh, any day of the week at this point for them. So the Eagles have made their way back onto the field. You can hear the applause from the fans that are attendance here. As we said, just a, a good way for them to end the first quarter on that drive. They were smart with it. They used the sidelines to stop the clock. They used the timeouts. They were able to work it down. And uh, as we said, we, we would have liked to see them get a touchdown, but they got points. That's the most important thing. And right now, that has been something that has been hard to come by for anybody in the Eagles uniform and the Eagles jersey is points on some of those drives. So they were able to get points. They were able to end it on a positive note. Now they just have to pick up where they left off and work on marching down the field on this opening drive on the second half, marching down the field to be able to score, hopefully a touchdown, and take the lead. They would take the lead if they score a touchdown. If they were to just go for a field goal, they would still be down one point. A 32-yard field goal can also be pretty uplifting for the team as well. Absolutely. I don't, so, I don't think I could. I'd be lucky if I'd kick it into the end zone. Uh, we don't talk about that do we i you know i would i would have to preface to my uh to my long snapper uh jonah sap is the long snapper i'd have to preface to him that i'm going to hit you about 99 <laughs> percent of the time i'm going to drill you right in the back or in the back of the head with my kicks if i was out there trying to do that for them so salter doing a great job of coming through with that 32 yarder and you know as high as it was, as straight as it was, he could have kicked it probably another 10 or 15 yards. Yeah, it was a great kick. He's, he does have a, a pretty good leg on him. Well, the Tigers make their way back onto the field as well. They had a lot of things coming from their head coach that they were discussing. Of course, their head coach in Warren Sites. He's a first-year head coach there. Record of 1-2 overall for the Tigers. However, he comes in with an overall record of 135 wins and 115 losses. So to say he's somebody that knows how to win, I think, is is an understatement on that. More importantly, he's, he's done it before. He knows how to deal with coaches. He's got some good experience. Um, so certainly that's all positive. So we're just about ready to get the second half underway. As we said, Mizzou Tiger football this weekend. Hopefully they bounce back from the... Uh, Disappointing play there at Kentucky. Also, Chiefs football. Hopefully, they also, I guess I wouldn't say bounce back because they did get the win, but they got to play a little bit better than what they did last week as they just barely beat the Browns. But, you know, when you got Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, who 
Patrick Mahomes was quoted as saying he just threw it up there, saw Tyreek's little hand, knew he just threw it up and let him do his thing, and that he did comes down with a huge reception and touchdown to boot. So, yes, that is an amazing team to watch. Uh, for my blood pressure wise, <laughs> I'd like to have a little bit more, maybe a lead going into this. Most of the game would be kind of nice for once. Yeah, you definitely get a good workout without ever leaving the couch when you're watching the Chiefs game because your uh, your heart rate definitely goes up and down. You live by the team, you die by the team, and that is definitely how it feels. But, you know, the good thing is it's nice to finally have a good team. Most of my life, some of my life at least that I remember, they've been just terrible. So it's finally nice to get the franchise quarterback, get some good players, and you know, I've got to see the Cardinals, not in person, but I've got to see the Cardinals win a World Series. Got to see the Chiefs win a Super Bowl. Got to see my alma mater college. Don't forget the Royals won a World well, Series, Well, you know, too. I'm a Cardinals fan. Yeah, but you know. But I got to see my alma mater win a uh, Division II National Championship in football. So now the thing that I, my crown jewel that I'm missing is one of the uh, teams that I'm calling for go and win a state championship. So I'm working on that. So it looks like we're just about ready to get this second half of action underway. As we said, the Tigers will tee it up and kick it off. They'll be kicking left to right on your media center. As the Eagles trail by a score here at halftime at 14 to 10. But they will receive the kick. They get everybody paced off where they need to be. Heat back to receive is Smith and Morris. They each stand at their own 10-yard line. And a side-winding kick is going to be covered by one of the up men. A couple of Eagles will cover it just in case. We'll be at the 35-yard line. Pooch kick right to the middle, right where we didn't have anybody. And Eagles did a good job of coming up on the ball and covering it and getting down on the ground. And McKeague slides in. And covers it up. We'll see where they spot it. So they say the 36-yard line. So it'll be at the 36-yard line. Will the Eagles, as they'll work right to left on your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app. As they'll send one in motion, they'll give it on the end around, working here on the near side, cutting through traffic at the 40, at the 45, at the 50, still on his feet. That's Morris. And we have whistles everywhere. Oh, So false start on the Eagles. Well, just going to say they blitzed on the left. We got outside to the to our left. Perfect play call. He had plenty of room, but looks like we moved too quickly. Well, that is a heartbreaker right there as he had the first down plus more. So what would have been moving the chains is now backed up. And it's a first and 15. So ball at the 31-yard line now. So same formation again, twins either way. Stillman will send him in motion. They'll fake the handoff, give it straight up the middle. With it is Bowles, and he'll have short yardage. For sales is coming out again with the three-man line. Um, that play, the linebackers were playing a little bit deeper. The previous play that the... Ball start was on. 
they they had a couple linebackers that were up closer that were that were blitzing that time. They only blitzed the one. But still a good job by the Tigers to squeeze the hole down. So again, twins either way. Stillman in shotgun. He'll drop back looking far side. He'll roll to that side and make his pass. That caught by his receiver, but went down to one knee. That caught to Tate John. So that is where he his progress will be stopped. Offensive line did a good job picking up the four people that are rushing. Hayden had plenty of time to deliver a throw. The ball, though, was a little on the low side. So the wide receiver felt the need to go low and got a knee on the ground when caught the ball. John had to go down to one knee to get it. As you said, it was a little low. So one receiver far side trips here on the near side. Stillman in shotgun, has Bowles behind him. He'll drop back. Bowles steps up, has some pressure. Stillman rolling far side. He'll just unload it and just had to get rid of it so that he does not take a sack. Oh, that was close. Uh, Blitz two linebackers that time, so five, five on five, and uh, they had someone get through the middle, and that uh, flushed Hayden to the right. And uh, we said many times in the past, you get a quarterback flushed out of the pocket and they're moving, it's hard for them to get their feet set. And uh, lucky, lucky in the throw there, he dropped about uh, three or four yards in front of a Tiger. That'll be fourth and a long eight. High snap, Stillman has to go back to get it. He'll get the punt off. Somebody is leveled over there. And that ball will bounce. Take an eagle bounce. I didn't see who got leveled, but somebody just got annihilated in the backfield. I think the uh, both the offensive defensive guys both kind of hugged each other and went down to the ground on that. So Stillman gets close to a 40-yard punt. Great punt. Tiger backman opted to let the ball roll, and we got a favorable roll on that. The ball will be spotted inside the 20. So the ball will be at the 18-yard line. So the Tigers lead 14 to 10. Clock stop 10:40. Left here in this third quarter. Radcliffe. Will keep it himself straight up the middle. He's got five, six, seven yards. He'll fall forward for about eight. Tough run there by the, by the Tiger quarterback. We blitzed the linebacker from the right-hand side, and they had the play called correctly, going the opposite way, right off between guard and tackle. Good, solid run. So they say he picks up seven yards. It'll bring up a second and three. And trip receivers near side, two on the far side, empty backfield for Radcliffe. He will survey the defense. Now he'll get the snap, dropping back. Quick pass off here to the near side. And quickly there to usher the the, uh, receiver. That's Murdoch out of bounds. Nice play by the Tiger offense there. The Eagles blitz two linebackers, so he sent five. A little bit of pressure, but great play call by the coaches from the Tigers. Quick throw to the right flat, just like we've mentioned all night. He throws that ball pretty well. He didn't pick up a lot, but picked up enough to move the chains. Picked up about five yards. So they'll bring up first and 10 ball at the 30-yard line of the Tigers. Again, empty backfield. They'll send one in motion. Now they'll fake the handoff. Trying to go up the middle with it is is, uh, Radcliffe, and he'll be snowed under quickly. Well, a couple plays ago when we blitzed, they had the right call to the right spot. That time, not so much. They ran it right to where we had blitzing linebackers. So good job for the defense. 
Good job by Coach Garris on calling the right blitzing linebacker play on that one. Donegan leading the charge there of a whole host of Eagles to throw him down. Hold him about, about three-quarters of a yard, so it'll be a second and long nine. Again, same formation here. They'll send one in motion, go into the far side. They'll give it off. He's got the corner, still on his feet. He's going to be down near the first down. Marker's still on his feet. Carrying the ball there, that's Edgar. He'll be down near the, across the 40 to the 42-43. Fantastic play goal by the Tigers there. We were blitzing from the right. They ran it out, tossed to the left-hand side. Great block by their wide receiver on the left-hand side. Made a nice hole from the run right up the right inside that. The ball will be spotted at the 43-yard line. Again, three receivers near side, one on the far side. Does have one back in the backfield, does Radcliffe. He'll roll here. He'll pitch it off to his back, trying to work upfield, and he'll be met quickly, and he'll have about a yard and a half gain. Yeah, only the second time they've run the option so far tonight, and both times we've had it very well covered that time. Had the quarterback covered very, very well. Made, made the pitch, and uh, linebackers did a fantastic job converging, converging on the runner for a nice tackle to the ground. And that option very well defended there by the Eagles. They had everybody doing their job staying home. Second and long here, clock rolling under eight minutes to go here in this third quarter. Still, again, it's a 14-10 ball game in favor of the Tigers. Radcliffe dropping back, has some pressure. He's going to have to roll to the near side. Looking downfield, he'll be ushered out of bounds. After about a one-yard gain. Good defense that time, but the Eagles only sent four. Um, got a little bit, got enough pressure. Get the quarterback out of the pocket. And like with the most high school quarterbacks, get them outside the pocket and uh, they can't get their feet set. Good decision at that time by the Tigers quarterback to not force the ball as the Eagles did have the ball very well. The Wide receivers very well covered downfield. So they actually don't give him a gain on the play. It's third down and nine. So all that work for nothing. Two receivers near side, two far side. Now they'll send one in motion to the far side. Radcliffe will take the shotgun snap, roll into the far side, has three defenders in his face. He'll unload it to his receiver, who's dropped at the 50-yard line. That ball caught by Ty Edgar. That's a good play on the by the Eagles, uh, got some pressure from Jonas Sapp up the middle, flushed the quarterback to the left, and the quarterback of the throw against his body, across his body. Nice uh, short throw to get positive yardage and a great tackle right at point of contact. So the Tigers are going to huddle up and decide what they want to do here, and I think they're going to have to nope, not burn a timeout yet. They still have 15 on the play clock. Clock rolling. Near seven minutes to go here in this third quarter. Fourth and three. Looks like they are maybe thinking about punting it. Yeah, they're going to call timeout. So we'll have timeout called here. Clock stopped. 6.55 left here yeah, the Tigers in this third quarter. Kind of waiting to see how the Eagles would defend that. And looks like they thought about probably going for it. They initially lined up. Um, deep to punt, and they thought they liked something they saw, so they had the quarterback come up into the to the formation, but uh, it was down to one second on the play clock, so that kind of ruined any element of surprise there. Yeah, I agree. I think they were trying to uh, see what they were going to do, and kind of a chess match of sorts, and they decided maybe 
They should take a timeout just to talk about it. Well, they even have an opportunity here to, to try to draw us out off sides, too. We're definitely within the five yards that would give them an automatic first down. So I wouldn't be surprised if they saw some sort of hard count. Um, they have not been varying the count up very much, the Tigers have. Um, they did draw us off sides once in the first half to get the five yards on a pretty long and forever. Yeah, five yards didn't make much, didn't make much, much difference. Then, but, uh, you know. Clock. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that again. Clock stop, 6.55 left here in this third quarter. We're just past 8.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blood Gazzo here with you, joined by Mike Freeze as the Tigers of Versailles leading the Eagles of Southern Boone County by a score of 14-10. to 10. However, it's fourth and three. As the Tigers have it, spotted at midfield. They've got to get three yards to pick up. A new set of downs. I'd really like to see the Eagles defense come alive here. Watch the ball, guys. Watch the ball. So they're going to go for it as Radcliffe calls for a hard snap. He gets it. He's going to look near side, throw it to his receiver. He's got it. First down. As count by Murdoch at the 45. Beautiful execution by the Tigers. Again, that quarterback, he can throw that out pass really well. So it does move the chains. Ball spotted at the 45-yard line of the Eagles. See everybody look over to their sidelines to get the play call in. And four-point lead in favor of the Tigers. They'll have trips, sorry, twins either way. One back in the backfield. Radcliffe will get it. Dropping back, has pressure. He's going to get out of the hands, throw it downfield to his receiver. Ball underthrown, and it's going to be knocked incomplete. Great pressure that time by the left defensive side. Looked like it was begging the last guy and put some pressure. Did get, the quarterback did get outside of him and uh, kind of heaved it up for a Hail Mary. And his guy came back to knock the ball away from our guy. And so Morris almost call, had. Lucky play. Or lucky in the result in that play there. He should. He had time to set his feet to throw. Thankfully for the Eagles, he did not take the time to set his feet. Morris almost had the interception. So handed on the in around to Murdoch. He's across uh, the line of scrimmage and then thrown back. Nice job again, the defense flowing over there. Yeah, Coach Garris sent the house on that play. Had three linebackers going with the three defensive line. And they did a good job of filling the lanes and nowhere for the, for the Tigers to run. So we'll bring up a third down here. This is the 11th play of the drive that started at the 18-yard line of the Tigers. Radcliffe will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He's dropping back, has some pressure. He's going to step up in the pocket, has a lot of room to roll. He's got the first down and more. Still on his feet at the 30, cuts inside down at the 25. He'll move the chains. Fantastic play by their quarterback. Sent the house again, had three linebackers going, so we had six. And uh, their quarterback did a fantastic job of stepping up in the pressure, seeing that he had a nice lane to run and took off running. Well, that's the problem when you send the house is you end up with a lot of green grass in that second level, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah, and this for sales quarterback does do a nice job running. So the ball will be spotted. At the 25-yard line, it'll be a new set of downs. Radcliffe has a bunch of receivers on the far side. He'll hand it off. And straight up the middle, still driving his feet, 
is Edgar. He'll pick up decent yardage on first down. Yeah, blitz the linebackers again. Had three linebackers going, so we had six uh, causing pressure to line scrimmage, and they did a good job of closing down any lanes. Well, I thought they gave him a better spot. He kept those legs moving but could not move the pile. So what I thought was a five- or six-yard gain is really only a couple yards. So to bring up a second and eight. Clock nearing four and a half to go here in this quickly moving third quarter as we're still tied, still at the score, rather, of 14 to 10. We were tied at seven apiece for a while. Got to watch for a screen pass here. Radcliffe will draw offsides. However, it might be a false start, and that is going to be the case. Right tackle. Yeah, Gabe Move. Lehman, six foot, 175 pound senior. I think he's a little bigger, 175 pounds, but. Yeah, he looks a lot bigger than that. That's what it's listed. So to bring up a second in 13, I, I might have typed that in wrong too. <laughs> so they're going to roll on the far side. Radcliffe still has it. He'll be tripped up, but keep on his feet and then taken down at the line of scrimmage, original line of scrimmage. Well, the Tigers are extremely fortunate to get what they got on that because, again, sent the house at six rushing in, and uh, he did a good job of avoiding the first wave of tacklers to get what he got. But uh, good job on defense. Only gave up a couple yards. Got some substitutions in on defense, a couple fresh guys out there. So hopefully. Ball spotted at the 26-yard line. It's third and 11. Clock under three and a half to go here in this third quarter. Radcliffe will have trips near side one, far side, and that receiver just jumped off. So that'll back him up. So what was third and 11? It'll be third and 16 at the 26. I'm not sure what exactly Versailles is doing. They didn't call a timeout, but the whole team ran over to the sidelines. It's only eight seconds left on the play clock. They're not going to get. This yeah, they're going to have to hurry. It's four on the play clock. Three, two, one. They do get the snap off just barely. As Radcliffe looking downfield hits his receiver and he oh. dropped the ball. He was intended for Murdoch. He had it. It was looking for six points on the board and dropped the ball. The ball was right there in front of him. All he had to do was catch it and keep on running. The pass was in stride. He did a good job staying in the pocket as the Eagles did blitz a couple extra guys. So that very was fortunate and lucky for the Eagles in that play. That was just no way to defend that as the ball was placed perfectly where Murdoch should have caught it, but he got caught looking in the cookie jar before he had the cookies in his hand. So imagine, that'll bring up a fourth and yeah, long. I, yeah, I imagine they'll go for it here. This is kind of a no-man's land for high school at 31 yards. So fourth and 16 now. Radcliffe will drop back, looking far side. He's going to roll here to the near side. He's going to throw a Same ball play. up for grab. Same play. And it's going to be caught in the end zone yep. for a touchdown. Yep. I think that receiver is also injured. I think he landed on the, uh, on the football. He made sure he came down with it that time. But that time, uh, again, same play call. Basically had run that skinny post. And this time the guy caught it. He was wide open again. Had a couple steps on our defensive guy. Ball was thrown out right in front of him. Great job catching it and taking it to the ground holding on to it. 
Now he's going to be short of breath for a, for a few minutes. So Murdoch gets credit for a 31-yard touchdown reception from his quarterback in Radcliffe. And that extends to the lead for the Tigers. That was the same play. They go back to the same play. That time it fields a 31-yard touchdown. That kick, no good. Wide left. So that will take us to 247 left here in this third quarter. 247 left, and it's now a 20-10 ball game. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Well, there's a kickoff there taken by one of the up men. He's going to be still on his feet at the 35. Nice moves at the 40. That's where he'll be ushered out of bounds. Well, it's going to be a good field position to start this series. About the 40-yard line, 41-yard line. So good job by the up guy. Catch the ball and turn it upfield. Taking what you can get. So they will have it on the 41-yard line. So good field position, like you said. Not the best they've had so far. So the Eagles have their work cut out for them, though, as they trail 20-10. to 10. As Stillman will give it on the end around. With it is... Ball carrier still at the 50. That's Evans. He's still on his feet across midfield, across the 45, down to the 40. So one play, he gains 20 yards and moves the chains. Nice job of turning what was about to be a loss of five and turn it into a nice, good, positive play. The Tiger defense was right there, but only got a hold of uh, the jersey. So good hard running. Good job seeing the field. Good job turning the field. And good job following the blockers that you had on the backside. Nice job of him to make something positive there for the Eagles as they trail by 10 now. Clock nearing two minutes to go in this third quarter. That's another man in motion. Quick pass off to the far side of the little screen. They've got five yards still on his feet at 10, 15, 20. He's going to be tackled near the 15-yard line. So Tate John catches that, but a there's flag. a flag. Oh. So hold the phone. That yeah. is a drive killer right there. I think the snap was a little too quickly, too fast, and that's what caused our guys weren't set. Guys weren't ready. 
So he tried to quick, quick snap, quick count, snap them to get them off. And uh, nice quick pass, nice blocking, nice run upfield by Tate. Good to have you back, man. Clock stopped a minute 59. Again, 10-point lead in favor of the Tigers. Clock will start here momentarily. As it'll be first and 15, ball at the 45-yard line of the Eagles. Stillman will be in shotgun. Has one back behind him. He'll send a man in motion. Well, looks like we'll be backing up again. Yeah, it's like both tackles decided they wanted to go a little earlier than, than uh, the rest of the team. Come on, offensive line. You can do better. So now it'll be first and 20. Ball at midfield. They've got to get to the 30-yard line to pick up a first down. Again, the Eagles will break the huddle here. They trail 10 at 20 to 10. Stillman Asked to uh, call a timeout as two seconds left on the play clock. So, again, mental mistakes here by the Eagles as they've got to call their second timeout of the half with 121 left in this third quarter. Back-to-back penalties, one of which erased a huge first down catch and run. And then not getting the play call in. And getting set in time, having to burn a second time out. Well, this is a time for the seniors and the juniors that have played quite a bit in the past. They need to kind of take it upon themselves to lead this young, fairly young team, as far as experience starting, to uh, kind of get the act in gear. Keep in mind, this for sales team only played six games last year because they had a lot of games canceled because of COVID. So really, they don't have a ton of experience either. And the experience they have from last year was a, a winless season. So, got to hand it to the Tigers so far for playing pretty well mentally in this game. So, still first and 20. Clock stopped a minute. 21 left here in this third quarter. They'll send one in motion here to the near side. Stillman will get it. Pitch it off to his back, rolling this side. That's Bowles with it. He'll get across. Pick up five yards. That is Bowles carrying it. That was a good job. It was a quick pitch, quick toss to the left. Did a good job of getting out there, turning the field. Uh, thought we had a chance to gain a little bit more than five, but this shows you how well the Tigers are playing right now. They're getting to the ball very, very well. So again, twin receivers either side. Stillman will be in shotgun. It'll be second and 15. Bowles will be behind him. About three yards. He'll get the shotgun snap, fake the pitch off, rolling to the far side is Stillman. He's looking downfield, hit his receiver at the original line of scrimmage. He'll be ridden out there. Yeah, that was a called, uh, looks like a na naked bootleg on that where he faked the, the run to the left, reversed to the right, had plenty of time to make a good throw. It was a, a five-yard throw downfield, but good, good play, good job. Get back to the original line of scrimmage. Austin Evans picks up, guess they only said he got about four yards. So it'll be just shy of the original line of scrimmage, and this should take us to the end of the third quarter of play. Five seconds on the clock. Four, three, two, one. The Tigers will snap it. 
He'll give it straight up the middle to Bowles. He's still on his feet across the 35, across the 30, and down near the 25-yard line. That will end the quarter on a new set of downs. Good play call there. So far, most of, the, of this half have been trying to get the ball to the outside. Screen passes to the outside, quick passes to the outside. Tosses, sweeps that time, right up the middle. Hard-nosed football, good blocking, good holes, good tough running. Nice play to end the quarter. So we will take a break here and get you set for the fourth quarter as after three quarters of play, the Tigers 20 and the Eagles 10. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, 12 minutes in regulation left on the clock of our week four matchup that has your Eagles taking on the Versailles Tigers. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined alongside Mike Freeze. All right, Eagles. You're on a roll right now. Time to get some points out of this. Well, they were able to pick up a new set of downs unofficially. 12th first down of the ball game. As the Eagles will change sides of the field. Ball on the other side of the 30. They'll give it off to Bowles quickly up the middle. He's got 10 yards and more still on his feet at the 5. Love it. Great play call. Power football right up the middle just like the last play. It's two plays at the middle. Two plays for greater than 15 yards plus. Boy, there was a freight train moving that had him as the conductor, and it was going towards the end zone. Just got shy. Let's keep it going, guys. Same of thing. the end zone. Don't so get... up under center will be Stillman. He'll give it to the second man through. Pushing, pushing. Keep pushing. They have a whistle blown. He'll pick up short yardage. That was Bowles again. That's okay. Keep it going. No need to get fancy. You need the confidence of your linemen, and they're doing a great job blocking. So let's keep it going. So to bring up second and goal at the four-yard line. So he got short yardage. They're doing this new formation where still Stillman goes up under center. Has two backs behind him. That's Bowles as well as Taylor. So he'll get the snap, pitch it off, trying to work the far side is Bowles. He's trying to get the corner, cut it back in, still on his feet in the end zone for a touchdown. Bowles gets a four-yard touchdown run. Nice blocks by not only the linemen, but also the wide receivers. Did a good job blocking. And he finally decided to turn the ball upfield. I was a little worried that he was going to keep on running sideline to sideline. But he did turn and get upfield and ran hard. Nice job, Eagles. Well, the Eagles have scored a touchdown here. Cut that lead down. Salter will come on for the PAT. Snap is down, kick is up, kick is good. And that caps 
A 59-yard drive goes down eight plays, and with 10.54 left, that lead cut down to three. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care well the eagles able to march it downfield and put up points cut that lead that was 10 back down to three We have whistles now on the kick. So the Eagles, again, self-imposed issues. Somebody was off sides. And they're kicking away for the first time in a while that time. And Tigers were all, were playing pretty far up. They still are. Only one guy that's really pretty far back. So there's an opportunity. So Salter will tee it back up. See, the Eagle mascot has made its way out to the ball game tonight. I don't know if you, I don't remember him last week. Nice deep kick will be taken about the 15-yard line by one of the Tigers. He'll be quickly across the 30-35, tackle just shy of there. It was a nice deep kick, but unfortunately the Return man was able to catch it cleanly in the air and was able to go get up field to get 15, 20 yards after caught the ball. So good field position for the Tigers there. So I'll spot it at the 39-yard line. So the defense is going to be called upon to get the ball back, get good field position, give the Eagles a chance to take the lead. They've had a couple of opportunities but have been unable to close the deal. As Radcliffe will be in shotgun again. He'll have two receivers on either side. One back being his right hip pocket. He'll send a man in motion. He'll get it on the end around. Fake it to him, actually. He'll keep it up the middle. He's going towards the near side. Cuts to the far side across midfield. He'll have a 15-yard gain. That was just a great play call that time. They opted to fake it to the end. Coming across in the jet sweep. And the quarterback kept it. Uh, our blitzing linebacker from the left side, I think Mr. West, went after the fake. And that left the quarterback plenty of room to run the middle. So nice play call by the Tigers there. So he didn't get 15 yards, only got 13, but still enough to move the chains. All on the 47-yard line of the Eagles. New set of downs for the Tigers to work with. They'll keep it himself quickly and cut down, keeping himself as quarterback. In Radcliffe, he picks up about three or four yards. Yeah, the Eagles didn't blitz anybody at that time. They only sent the three in defensive linemen, and that was a good job by them. Jonas Sapp did a good job of getting his hand out there 
and tripping the quarterback. The quarterback did look like he was waiting a long time to decide whether or not to give the ball away or to keep it himself. And really got that ball deep in the belly of his back. Again, same formation, two receivers on either side for the Tigers as they work right to left. Now they'll send one in motion to the far side. They'll get the snap, give it on a delayed handoff to the back up the middle. He's across the 45. He'll fall for a couple more. That ball carrier, Edgar. That was a fabulous job by them to get any gain out of that because the, the Eagles' defense was all up in there. We had six, seven guys penetrating very, very well. But uh, he does, the running back does play a little bit low to the ground, and uh, he uses that to his advantage. So third and six here for the Tigers. Big defensive play here for the Eagles as they've got to find a way to come up with a stop. If they do, there's a good chance they're going to get it back by way of punt. 20-17 to 17 score in favor of the Tigers. Dropping back with it is Radcliffe. He'll roll to the far side, has some pressure. Oh. His receiver slid, and we'll see if they say interception or dead ball. Incomplete pass. Looks like no. it bounced off. Appeared like it bounced off the receiver into the yeah. hands, and it is going to be an interception. <laughs> As the Eagles will come away with an interception at the 40-yard line. That was the oddest thing you've ever seen. Basically, the players had no idea what was going on, but the referees all knew what they were doing. So, yeah, the ball looked like it hopped off the player, didn't hit the ground. Eagles did a good job getting some pass rush, forced the quarterback out to the right. And like we said numerous times all year, you get the high school quarterback moving, and they don't get a chance to set their feet when they throw. Carter they, uh, throws some errors. And Carter Salter, the 5'11", 165-pound junior, gets that interception. All so Eagles down. have a chance. Ball thrown 40. In shotgun will be Stillman. He'll give it off. Straight up the middle. Now the end around actually with it is... Glass still on his feet, still going. He's across the 40. He'll dive forward to get a couple more. He's got 40 yards, and a late, late flag comes in at the 50. He gained 20 yards. The official will move the flag. They're going to well, have a conversation. That was basically a in the round. You can call it a reverse if you like. They pulled the, the uh, Donegan out to lead the blocker. Donegan did a great job of blocking. I don't think he was the one that did anything wrong. Uh, hit to the head. A personal foul hit to the head by one of the Eagles. Yeah, I didn't see it. But it was a great block by Donigan that time. Great job by Donigan. Get out in the field. And it was even great job by the, the uh, receiver, runner, waiting for Donigan to get the block and the following is blocked. Too many times you see the receivers running backs, they, they get a little impatient, and they decide not to let their – pulling linemen, set the blocks for him. So good job, both guys, on that time. So it does set up a new set of downs. It's first and 10 ball at the 46-yard line. So the Eagles have it. They'll give it straight up the middle. With it is Bowles. He'll pick up six six yards, five yards on the play, across midfield. Nice power run up the middle. Good job by the interior of the offensive line. Good job picking up the blitzing linebackers, and that's what a nice big hole. They give him a gain of five, second and five now. Ball on the 49-yard line of the Tigers. Clock rolling under eight and a half to go here in regulation. Ball game, just a three-point game at 20-7 to seven in favor of the Tigers of Versailles. 
Twin receivers either way. They'll send Morris in motion. He'll get it on the end around. He'll cut it up the middle. Still on his feet. Coming back here to the near side. He's shoestring tackled. Picks up two, three yards. Nice job by the offensive line. Makes some holes, spreading things out. Good job by Sapp and Donegan and Hildredick there in the middle. Good job by the running back of cutting it back to get some more positive yardage. Morris takes it, and somebody got a shoestring and would not let go, and he has short yardage on that. It'll bring up a third and about three. on the play clock, so still plenty of time for the Eagles. Again, working left to right. You listen to our broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Third and three. Up under center be Stillman. He'll send it to the second man through. Bowles has got the first down. He picks up about eight yards. Fantastic job of the offensive lineman again. Fired off the ball very, very well. The Tigers almost came offside, so they were a little... Uncertain, a little slow down. Great job by the offensive line, making some big holes. Good job, boys. The ball spotted at the 40-yard line. Again, Eagles trying to march down the field and take the lead. It would be the first lead they've had all season long, and we're in the fourth quarter of week four. They'll hand it to Taylor, working the far side. He'll cut back in the middle. He's got six, seven yards still on his feet. He'll be down near the 30. Nice job following his lead blocker who kicked the linebacker out. He tucked the ball up, ran up straight upfield after that. Again, great job by the offensive line. Let's keep this going. He'll pick up eight yards. It'll bring up a second and two. Smash mouth football. Your lineman is on fire. They're on fire right now. Good job blocking. So let's keep it going. Six and a half to go here in regulation here in this fourth quarter. The three-point lead in favor of Versailles. Stillman up under center. He'll take the snap. He'll give it. Two bulls working the far side. Got the first down. He'll be spun down there. He picks up about four or five yards. Most importantly, another first down. Good block by Mr. Hampton. Caved the, the right side in, inside. And the running back is followed. Lead blocker into the hole. So good job, lineman. In this, this going, coach. This drive set up by the interception by Salter. So it'll be first and ten. Ball at the 27-yard line. Again, Stillman up under center. Two backs behind him. Two receivers near side. One far side. He'll pitch it off. That's Bowles again trying to wait for his block. Get the corner. He'll be down near the 20, so he'll pick up roughly seven yards. Again, good blocking, guys. Taylor did a good job lead blocking on that. Good job by the offensive line. Looks like we got a lineman banged up. He's coming off. But... We're ready to go. Plug the next guy in. Well, you just say he gained six yards, so second and four. In same formation we're seeing with two receivers near side and one on the far side. Split backs as Stillman will go up under center. He'll get the snap and give it on a crossing pattern to the far side to Taylor, and he's going to have maybe three yards again. He'll be close to that first down marker. Going to be short. That's okay. We can pick up a yard. Offensive line's doing well. Let's keep it up. That's going to be third and short for the Eagles. Again, clock rolling, 445 left in regulation. Eagles trail my three at 20 to 17. Stillman up under center again. He'll keep it himself. He'll fall forward and pick up first down yardage. Yeah, that play, the offensive line went foot to foot on their line splits. Normally they would go two feet in between them. That time he went toe to toe. And uh, 
Good job by Steelman just to ride his interior three. Holds it to Donigan. Well, it wasn't Donigan. Sap. But uh, good job by the interior three. There's a big enough hole there that I think we might have been able to pick it up. I could have fell forward. So again, up under center is Stillman. New set of downs. He'll pitch it off this side to Bowles. He's trying to work near side. Cut it back in. He's down near the 10. Tell you what, I really like the run blocking that Mr. Taylor's doing, number two. He hasn't been getting the ball much the last couple games because his uh, teammates are running the ball very, very well in Smith and Bowles and, and Glass. So I'd like to see him. He's doing a great job of leading blocking a couple plays in a row here. Well, they're really trying to stretch this field out a little bit and try to get the run game going. We're under 340 left here to go in the ball game. Eagles trail by three. Stillman up under center. He'll give a hard count. He'll give it off. Second man through. That's oh. Bowles. Does a nice man. Makes a man miss at the five. He'll be down near the goal line. What a fantastic series and what a play that was. Your offensive linemen, they love to see your running backs run the ball hard. It was good blocking, good hole. And in the running back hit that hole hard. Got hit pretty good the first time, but shook it off and kept going. Nice job, guys. Let's keep it up. It looked like a pinball down there just bouncing off of the defenders. So that'll bring up first and goal. Ball. Look for a quarterback sneak again. At the three. Nope. They'll give it off to Bowles behind his blockers. He's, he's going to fall it. forward, and they'll say he's just shy. Well, it was a good play call there. They did have the offensive line splits down to bare minimum, so good job handing the ball off that time. Uh-oh. He tried to ride the pile, but just could not get across the goal line. So it'll be second and goal from the one. Again, same formation up under center is Stillman. He'll get the snap. Oh, they just uh. gave up five yards. Yeah. Taylor moved a little quick. I thought the quarterback might have moved a little quicker before that, but he got away with just reset. Stillman, yeah, Stillman just kind of shuffled his feet and got yeah. Taylor a step towards the right. So, yeah, this time, or this last play, the Tigers did have all their linebackers up closer, and they were blitzing in. They have extra linemen in. They got some beef in there now on their defensive line, so might not be up the middle, might not be the ready to go. So that'll be second and goal from the six. After that penalty, it was second and goal from the one. They'll back him up at the six. Off tackle to the left. Yep, pitch it off to Taylor, and he's just going to be snowed under, lose yardage. Yeah, that was a sucker play there by the defense of the Tigers. They kind of suckered you into that left tackle (laughs) on the left side, and they had it well covered there. So that... Tigers defensive line here certainly doing a good job the last couple plays of stepping the hole. So now we might get to see something else. Well, it was a second and goal from the one, has now turned into a third and goal from the 10. Due to a penalty and a loss of yards on the last play. So third and goal from the 10. Here the fans start to rally up. Stillman will be in shotgun. And they're not going to get the playoff, so delay a game. So we'll back up more yards. Yeah, that's on the coaches there. They got to let the team know they need to move with some urgency. So there was no offensive, the whole offense was just kind of walking around, 
act like there's no sense of urgency on that time. So again, what was a first in, or sorry, a second and goal at the one has turned into a third and goal. Ball on the 16. Play clock's on the 10, 10 already. So play clock again winding down. It's at 7. It's at 6. Two receivers either way. Stillman in shotgun. 4. 3 on the play clock. He'll get the snap. Looking downfield. Throws it to his receiver. And did he catch it? That was caught by Ash, but he is short of the goal line. So now it'll be fourth down. That was great pass protection by the offensive line. He had all the time in the world to throw. He had time to get his feet set. He threw a nice pass in. Nice strike. Good catch. The Tigers defense, of course, is trying to lobby for incomplete, but uh, it's a little too late for that now. So fourth and one. So the, the officials are calling an official's timeout, and one of the officials is way over there talking to the coach. Not sure what the coach is upset about, but he is on the field after the officials call a timeout. I think maybe he's trying to vie for an interception. It's a tough vantage point for us to see here that possibly it might have been who had possession of the football. The officials down there talking to the coaches for Versailles, they're not happy about it. All right, so we got fourth and one from the so fourth and goal from the one yard line here. Right, so what we had first and goal at the five. Yeah. Then we had second and goal at the one. And then, then we had third and goal at the sixteen yeah. to fourth and one, fourth and goal at the one. Well the last time it was at the one, the Tigers had an extra lineman in, big guy. Linebackers are up one yard, two yards off off the ball, like they're getting ready to cave hard. So we should see what we do here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna channel my inner Tony Romo. Uh, that's 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 dangerous. Analyst Tony Romo, yeah. not quarterback Tony Romo. Uh, good call. And I'm gonna say that you go for it. You go for the win, not oh, def- for the tie. Oh, no, they're definitely gonna go for it. There's no doubt. Not there. that I don't have faith in Salter that I know he can kick it and have a chance to, but I go for the win here being week four. And your team is 0-3, but I'm going to take a quarterback sneak, get it on the quick count, yeah. and get Stillman right up the middle for a one-yard well, touchdown run. Put the foot splits on the offensive line. So, so Stillman will go up under center. they got to run one back off. They get him off, and it is going to be a QB sneak, and he's going to push, 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 and no call. And they say touchdown. A one-yard touchdown run by quarterback in Stillman. I believe I called that like five plays ago, but that's okay. What happened there, folks? Running backs came up behind and pushed and pushed. Defensive line for the Tigers did a really good job of stopping the hole. Hayden was initially stopped. It was the two running backs that came from behind to push him forward, got him in the end zone. So good job by your, your running backs, knowing that they can push their own player in. You were absolutely right about that, that they get a star by their name because he was stood up at the goal line. And his teammates pushed him in. Salter comes on for the PAT low snap. The kick is down. So that kick is up and kick is good. And for the first time this season, the Eagles have a lead at 24 to 20. We'll pause quickly and be back and get you set as you're listening to exclusive coverage 
of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Well, for the first time this season, the Eagles have a lead as they lead 24 to 20 over the Versailles Tigers. 43.3 seconds left on the clock. Nice to see the Eagles fan base still here and on their feet. They were on the feet for that last play. Nice to see the crowd running. Well, the Eagles are so hyped up, they run an extra player on. They get the extra eagle off, 43.3 seconds left, high end over end kick, booming kick, is going to bounce at the 5 and bounce back towards the 10, and the Tiger is going to get a decent field, decent return there of about a little more than 10 yards after a ball hit at the 5 and just stalled out. Beautiful sandwich by Salta there, hit about the 5-yard line, spun backwards, and uh, kept it inside their 25, so about 22-yard line, so good coverage. Good kick. They got to go a long ways. I'm not sure the Tigers can go this long, long of a way. The ball spotted at the 22-yard line but of the, the Tigers. Is, do, what kind of a defense do the Eagles run? They're looking like they're doing a lot of prevent right here. So you got to be careful on plays like this. Got our, our typical three-band line in. Linebackers are playing pretty deep right now, five, six yards back. Well, Our outside linebackers have done a lot of blitzing, West and Baden Glass. Radcliffe will be in shotgun. He won't even drop back. He'll throw it to the far side, and that'll be about an 11-yard gain. Man gets out of bounds. Yeah, the Eagles will let them have that all day. We're definitely in more of a prevent defense. We got four guys. That caught by Four Murdoch. guys, 15 yards away. We're sending Nathan West back up. We still got two guys. Play more recover two right now, which we normally don't play much. 31.7 seconds left. Clock stopped because Murdoch got out of bounds. Again, Radcliffe will be in shotgun. He'll have twin receivers either way. One back in the backfield standing just behind him to his right. He'll get the shotgun snap. Again, no drop. It looks far side. Same play. Murdoch has it. That time he gets uh, right about nine yards. Yeah, quick pass again. Nice play calls by the Tigers. Gets their quarterback two good passes in a row. Gets his confidence up. 20 Eagles are only rushing three the last two plays. So 27.3 seconds left. Again, the Eagles looking for win number one on the season. It's second and short two. Radcliffe will drop back. Looking far side. Pump fakes. Now he's going downfield. Hits his receiver. And he's across midfield down inside the 40. And... Murdoch again has it. Same play. They went back to back to back times. Moves well, the chains, gets into Eagles territory. That time Murdoch faked the pass going out and then threw it upfield. And their receiver ran out of bounds. Looks like the receiver could have gotten under five or six, seven yards before he ran out of bounds. But nice play call. Again, 
Had that quick pass out, quick out two times in a row. That time they faked the out and went upfield. Nice play call. So ball, nose of the ball, touching the 40-yard line of the Eagles. The win is there. They can taste it. They can feel it. 21.7 seconds left here in regulation. The Eagles leading 24-20, the first lead they've had tonight, the first lead they've had all season. They're vying for a win here tonight, first of the season, and get a Tri-Counties Conference matchup win as well. So no timeouts remaining for Southern Boone, all three remaining for Versailles. 21.7 seconds left here in the ball game. Again, the Eagles' defense called upon to come up, stiffen up here, hold the Tigers out of the end zone. Empty backfield is five wide receivers for Versailles. Radcliffe will get the shotgun snap, but we have laundry on the field. That's going to be false start against Versailles. So that'll back him up five yards. So to bring up first and 15, now ball at the 45-yard line. I'd like to see the Eagles may rush a fourth or fifth person this time. The three defensive linemen are not getting much pressure, and we don't want to give this quarterback too much time to throw the ball. Let's see what Coach Gares dials up here. So they're trying to add some time back on the clock. 21 point. So they're trying to put 21.7 seconds back on the clock. It's a good time not to be the clock operator. Everyone's looking at you. You know what, though, clock operator here is taking it as cool as a cucumber. I'd be sweating bullets if I was over there. (laughs) So 21.7 seconds left. Again, first and 15 after the penalty. Now they'll have twin receivers either side, so four receivers. Quick snap to Radcliffe. He has to step up in the pocket, driving on the far side. He'll throw it down to his receiver. Ball knocked out of there. A little bit of tossing and turning after the play, but no call. Good job by the defensive line. Only rushed three. Got some pressure. Made the quarterback move. And whenever you make that quarterback move, can't get his feet set. Can't make a good throw. Good Better job bring by up the defense. Second and 15 now. Clock 15.4 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. And what it's taken us a good half hour to play the last minute of the ball game. Second and 15 again. Empty backfield. Five receivers. Three near side, two far side. Radcliffe in shotgun. He'll get the snap. Drops back. Has some pressure. He's going to have to roll to the far side. He'll keep it himself. He'll be ushered out after a three, four-yard gain. Great penetration. Great pass rush by the three-man defensive line of the Eagles. They did a fantastic job making the quarterback move. And once he gets moving, he doesn't become a very effective throw. So it is going to be a timeout. So 9.4 seconds left in the fourth quarter. That's the first timeout used by the Tigers. No timeouts left for the Eagles. 
I believe that was Donegan that had the pass rush that time. It's kind of tough sometimes reading the numbers on the uh, the Eagles jerseys, but I think that was Donegan that made some, got in there, caused the quarterback to have to scramble. Well, I thought he got near the original line of scrimmage, but they're still spotting the ball. Well, remember on the fifteen yards. on the forty-five yard line. They did have a false start. So huh? Boonville beat Blair Oaks. That's an upset there. So Boonville has come to play this year. They beat us last week. They beat Blair Oaks this week. So to bring up a third and 15, 9.4 seconds left on the play clock. In regulation, I should say. Twin receivers either way. One back standing to the right of Radcliffe. He'll get the shotgun snap. He's looking far side, dropping back. He's going to throw it up for grabs and over through everybody. Just launches it. And it was... And they're going to have roughing the passer. So... The game is not over yet. So somebody got a hand and threw down Radcliffe. Again, another mental mistake that cannot happen. Eagles just splits three again like they have all series and did a fantastic job. Donegan is just getting a fantastic jump on the snap um, out of a two-point stance, and he is whipping up pretty good on their right tackle. And... Uh, their quarterback did a good job of throwing the ball. Had a guy open, but this overthrew him by about three, four yards. Well, the Tigers will take their second timeout. They have one left. No timeouts left for the Eagles. 3.4 seconds left here in regulation as the Eagles lead 24-20 to 20 over the Versailles Tigers. The Eagles looking for win number one. They can hold on here. That'll move them to one and three on the season. That would drop Versailles to one and three. Both these two teams matched up very well for the contest tonight. Eagles defense again called upon to try and stifle the offense of Versailles. However, I've been very impressed, particularly with the second half run game of the Eagles. They've came alive, been able to put some yards on the ground. Most importantly, score a couple times on the ground. So here the fans rally up. This should be the ball game. So that'll be first and ten. Ball at the 30-yard line. Radcliffe has five receivers, three near side, two far side. Eagles show a little pressure. Radcliffe will point it out, though. Plenty of time on the play clock. Radcliffe will roll far side. Has a couple of Eagles in his face. He's going to throw it up for grabs well short. And the Eagles are going to intercept it. And that will be the ball game. As interception by the Eagles. Will secure their first win of the season. As players rush the field to get over and celebrate. And we got fireworks tonight. 
Might have had just one firework, but, hey, we had fireworks in yeah. more ways than one. Well, excellent job of defense, just like you said. Uh, they sent it. Baden Glass came up and blitzed. Hildedick or Donigan did a great job getting off the ball again, and the two of them put pressure, causing their quarterback to have to roll right. And uh, quarterback made a pretty good throw to the end zone. It was basically all the only play they had, but the well-covered by two. Eagles there on the guy and did a good job of not pass interfering, good job of catching the ball and uh, making sure nothing crazy happened. So great play in the game. The offensive line, defensive line, did especially, especially well in the fourth quarter. Especially did a fantastic job. So good job by the offensive line. I know Coach Tracy was saying something about how kind of downplay the history of the offensive linemen here at Southern but He's selling himself short. He, he is coming off of three years in a row of an all-state offensive lineman. He had Brett Price three years ago, Tyler Freeze two years ago, and last year, big old, big old Max Hampton was all-state as well. So, so anyway, so offensive line did a good job. This was a great game. That last uh, series where we scored on, that was pretty much all offensive line, tackle to tackle, pushing guys around. We're going to take a quick break and then be right back and get into our post-game show as you're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydale Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. River Oak Christian Academy. Law Office of Russ Swanigan. Southwest Dental. And State Tech College of Missouri. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Carty has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway and his crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearm. River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. 
You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. Well, we needed all of regulation, but it comes down to the final play where the Versailles Tigers had a chance, but throw an interception. And it goes in favor of the Eagles as they pick up their first win of the season by a final of 24-20 to over the Versailles Tigers in a game that we knew was going to be really a tough game, a game that was going to be much of a chess match of sorts, and it did not disappoint us and did not let us down as that's what it turned into. Taking a look at the scoring summary, well, we got on the board quickly. However, it was four. The Tigers, as they scored on a two-yard touchdown run by Radcliffe, the PAT was good. That was a six-play, 60-yard drive. I made it a 7-0 score with 9.04 left in the first quarter. Then Southern Boone County would get on the score to tie it up, scoreboard rather, to tie it up on a five-yard touchdown run by Bolts. The PAT by Salter was good. That was a four-play, 74-yard drive. I made it 7-7 with 7.23 left to go in the first quarter. Then fast forward to the second quarter. As Versailles scored on a nine-yard touchdown pass from Radcliffe to Murdoch, the PAT was good. That was a four-play, 71-yard drive. Sorry, that was a nine-play, 71-yard drive. That made it 14-7 to with 10.36 left to go before halftime. Then the Eagles would take it to halftime with a 32-yard field goal by Salter. That was as time expired in the first half. That made it a 14-10 score in favor of Versailles. Then Versailles would come out in the second half, score a 31-yard touchdown pass from Radcliffe to Murdoch. PAT was no good. That was a 15-play, 82-yard drive. That came with 20, or sorry, with two, two minutes and 47 seconds left. That made it a 20-10 score in the third quarter. Before we go to the fourth quarter, well, that was all Southern Boone County. As they had a four-yard touchdown run by Bowles, that was an uh, PAT was good on that. That was an eight-play, 59-yard drive. With 10.54 left to go in the game, that made it a three-point game at 20-17. to And then a one-yard touchdown run on a quarterback keeper by Hayden Stillman. PAT was good. That came with 43.3 seconds left to go in the game. That was a 15-play, 60-yard drive that took a good chunk of time off the clock. That gave them the lead, their first lead of the season, and ultimately gives them their first win of the season for the Eagles as uh, we said, we knew coming in it was going to be a chess match, and it lived up to that. But at the end of the day, they got the win, and that's all that matters. Great job by the, the leadership, the, the seniors and the juniors who played a lot. They toughed it out, and it all started with that field goal in the second quarter. That was, a, that was a great series, minute 14-ish down the field to get the points. Did a good job with tie management in the second half. The offensive lineman did a great job. Of creating holes, um, Hampton, Donegan, Sapp, Hildredick, and uh, left tackle. I, didn't do, I think uh, it was left tackle, 79. Yeah, Owen. Owen did a good job on the left-hand side. Um, last week he split time with um, Niles. This time he played pretty much the entire job, the game. Did a great job. I was also very impressed with uh, Taylor's blocking as well, too, when he wasn't running the ball. That's uh, very important to have your running backs blocking the ball well. So fantastic job. Running backs ran it hard. And basically in the, in, the, in the second half, the only passing that really 
Hayden was asked to do was where he was staying in his pocket with his feet firmly on the ground where he can throw some nice strikes, which he did. So fantastic job by the Eagles to uh, come back from halftime to, to win that game and get their first win of the year. And uh, we'll see what we can take from this going forward. Well, you know, the good thing about uh, wins is it's it's a cure-all for a lot of things. And, you know, they're going to be sore, these both these teams, but, uh, both you know, it goes either way, but both of them are going to be sore tomorrow, that's for sure. But, you know, for the uh, for the Eagles, they can relish the uh, victory tonight. They can get some rest. They can start icing some of the uh, bruises and the contusions and those things tomorrow. Then they're going to get started watching game film because, uh, as we talked in the pregame with head coach Trent Tracy, you know, you got to have a short memory with wins and losses both. They got the win tonight. They're going to enjoy it tonight. But come tomorrow morning, they got to get back and watch film and get ready because they'll be on the road next Friday night as they will travel to Eldon, and uh, that's going to be another tough matchup. And then uh, then they'll turn around and have homecoming. That'll be at home here as the Hallsville come to town. So two couple tough matchups here in the next couple of weeks as, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be, as we said, no rest for the weary, but they're going to have a chance, like I said, to celebrate tonight, then to get in and uh, start watching game film and start prepping for Eldon next week. Yeah, looking forward to Eldon. Eldon is now 2-2. Two and two. They lost to Hallsville tonight. Uh, last score I saw was 34-20. to 20. Um, Of course, we know how good of a team Hallsville is, so that, that's not a, not a horrible loss to lose by 14 to them. Um, Eldon traditionally does is more of a power football. Um, they'll run it, they'll run it, and they'll run it. They'll run it some more. Um, it's always been a tough it's always been really tough to uh, to play Eldon down Eldon, but they do have some delicious barbecued pork nachos, which you got to get there early because they do run out. Looks like we have a visitor here, possibly. So we're going to be joined here in just a second. We'll let uh, Coach Tracy catch his breath real quick as uh, give him a chance to uh, catch his breath and and uh, welcome Coach to our post game show. We're glad you could join us. How do you feel? Uh, my voice is gone, um, but I feel great. I told the boys before the game, um, you know, it's not about me. It's about them. I want this win for them. And then after the game, I told them, I, selfishly, I did want the win, too, for me. Uh, you know, it's, it's huge. And, you know, that quarterback for sales tonight, man, he was, he's good. Um, that last drive on offense, I thought the best thing to limit them was just march the ball down, down the field, down their throats. And that ate up a lot of clock and it still gave him a lot of time to re- uh, Pretty interesting there at the end. You know, it, we, we thought it was going to be a chess match coming into to the game, and it definitely lived up to that. Uh, you know, there were some mental mistakes and some things on the players, but really this was about the best uh, team effort, well-rounded game that, that we've seen so far this season. Yeah, and, and, you know, we talk to the kids all the time. Like, most of your football games are 140. I don't know how many plays tonight was. But, I mean, within those, it, there's going to be good and there's going to be bad. Like, and you have to overcome – the bad things, to be successful, to win games. Um, I was really proud of, you know, turnovers. You know, we still didn't have zero. We, that's our goal, our, our team goal. We never change it, but we, uh, we only had one tonight. Um, we only punted the ball once, you know, so uh, we got stopped on a fourth down and by half a yard maybe or a foot. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm really just proud of the boys for persevering through the good and the bad, and that's hard to do when you're 0-3. Just being completely honest is, you know, when bad things happen, it's, it's easy to resort to holding your head down when things haven't been good this season so far. But within the, behind the scores have been a lot of good effort and improvement each week. 
You're absolutely right about that. And it's something we've talked about in our pregames for sure. You know, we were really impressed with uh, how, how the first half ended. You guys went down the field. You had your chance to, to run your two-minute offense. It was, you know, really compressed even there because it wasn't, it wasn't a full two minutes, but got down, had a 32-yard field goal, which could have been made by another 15 or 20 yards probably. Yeah. But that definitely, you know, swung some momentum in your favor. And then you guys come out and you weren't able to score on that opening possession, but the guys still believed and they stayed with it and you still kept that momentum. Yeah. I, I mean, I even told them at halftime, like, they won't realize it how important that that ha- uh, that field goal before the half was. Like, it's, I mean, we practice two minute drill every every week at practice on Thursday mornings, and you know, getting that ball with just a little over a minute. Luckily, we had a couple timeouts, but and then getting points like that field goal and Carter Salter, like he can boot it, and you know, sometimes you just don't get those opportunities, and he got an opportunity tonight to make that, and um, you know, like you said, I think it probably had 15 more yards, so. Um, huge success point for our team going into half to gain those three points. And uh, I mean, I'm so out of it right now. I mean, what was the, how much did we win by? Four. Yeah. So <laughs> that you know, field goal is kind of important. Yep, yep. That's all, you know, didn't win by much, but that doesn't matter. You got the win. And, yeah. and, you know, we were also really impressed too. We talked about it several times throughout the broadcast. The run game started to become effective. And, you know, we knew coming into it that, that uh, Ben Taylor was a little banged up. So he didn't carry the ball a bunch, but he was by far, a huge piece in the in the run game working because of his blocking abilities. Absolutely, um, you know, he carry it more, um, but with the the finger injury he still has, he actually, truth be told, he has a PVC pipe on his finger, and then he has tape, uh, buddy taped it. So I mean, he's got he's got a piece of PVC in there, um, but he's a hoss, and I trust him to block anybody. And he's a downhill runner, so um, I was really proud of the way those guys. And the O-line, you know, paved the way down the field on that last drive. And really throughout the game, most – I don't know how many negative plays we had tonight. I don't – it definitely wasn't like it's been the Very last few. couple of weeks. Very few. So what did you tell uh, with that timeout there in the fourth and in fourth and very short goal line? What did you tell the team going into that with fourth down? Well, I was hoping it wouldn't get to that, but we, we, we jumped off sides. And the, the first time it was fourth and inches um, – Luckily, Kellen Ash caught that slant and got us right back to where we were. That was a huge catch. Proud of that Leon sophomore. Um, you know, honestly, I, I, I put it on my quarterback in my own line. Um, we could have handed it off. The problem is once you, once you turn to hand it off, you're getting that handoff a yard and a half behind the line of scrimmage. And, and I, you know they're going to bring pressure. And so at the end of the day, your quarterback's right behind your center. He put, you know, he does this. I'm just going to tell you what he does. And... It's just mush forward, boys. You know, wedge forward, foot to foot, O-line, it's on you. Quarterback, it's on you. Pick a right, pick a left, and we tell our running backs, like, technically you're not supposed to push the quarterback. So, you, you know, you just pile up behind. You just hit the backs of your linemen, honestly, and you just push that pile forward. Yep. Uh, it's always suspenseful because I thought for sure he was in, but then the refs are waiting and waiting and waiting. You're like, oh, did he not get in? Oh, yeah! You know, so... Oh. The crowd was feeling it. The yeah. players were feeling it, and and you're right. That was uh, initially Stillman was was uh, you know stood up there, but uh, the backs behind him with with Bowles and and uh, Taylor, Taylor came in and just just uh, did their job, did their role. Might have had a uh, Stillman sandwich of sorts, but <laughs> all that matters is he got across the goal line yes. and uh, put the go ahead touchdown up. And you know you knew that uh, then there was a little bit of time left, but the defense uh, was able to corral them and do what they need to do, and then get the interception in the game. Yeah, huge. 
Huge. Uh, you know, we jump back and forth. We have a couple. We, we, again, each week we practice our end-of-half, end-of-game defensive scenarios. Um, and we have a Texas coverage, which is uh, man under. Or, oh, no, Texas is, yeah, man under and two over the top. And then uh, we have our, our, we call it five, and that's our five deep. And so on that last play, we went five deep because they, it had, the ball had to go to the end zone. And the quarterback did a great job, you know, giving himself time to throw the football. And I, I didn't even know who caught it. I was just, and you see it, and you're like, oh, man, did, I think we got it. We had two guys there, but they had number five there who, if, is that correct that he's a freshman? Uh, yes, I believe so. Oh, man. He's, he's, he's going to be a good yeah, player. <laughs> he's a player. Uh, so, you know, again, it, it, it don't, to me, it doesn't matter who makes the plays as long as, we step up and make them, and it's all about – that's the whole philosophy of team success is we can't be worried about me, me, me. It's, that'll be worried about, hey, what's the outcome? The outcome is we won the game. So whatever happened within the game was the right thing to happen. Absolutely. Well, Coach, uh, congratulations on getting that win number one this season. Go enjoy it. I know it's going to be no rest for the weary because you guys are, are going to celebrate a little bit tonight, get some rest, and then get to watching film and prepping for Eldon here next week. Yeah, yeah. They're, I think they're, they're improved um, from last year, and – at this point, it really doesn't matter what they were last year or what their record is. We, we want to be 1-0 and each week. And uh, we, we got that goal this week, and next week we, we're going to do everything we can to get that. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, Coach Tracy, any uh, final thoughts before you get out of here? No, no. Uh, I, I just feel really good. I'm going to sleep a lot better tonight. Absolutely. Well, that's uh, head coach for the Southern Boone County Eagles in Trent Tracy. He's joined us here on our post-game show. We appreciate him hopping up here and uh, and doing the uh, post-game interview for us. So that's going to pretty much wrap up our broadcast. As uh, as uh, it was a great time calling it, and most importantly, goes in the win column. So we will uh, wrap up our broadcast. We'll be back in action next week as we will be at Eldon as uh, the Eagles will travel to Eldon and take on the uh, tough squad there at Eldon. So pregame will be about six thirty. With uh, kickoff coming at 7 o'clock, you can hear it on the exclusive home for the Southern Boone County Eagles here on the Show Me Sports Network. For Mike Freeze, I'm Blake Gasway for the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you next Friday from Eldon about 6.30. So long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. Blake Gazaway and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football.
Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.